across the UK, online and on DAB. A radio star is born. You're going to love Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Good evening, dear listener. Um, what a, a fruity smell is in this studio. Um, uh, what, what, what a 24 hours it's been. Huh? Um, we'll have a little look back in, at, at what's happened and see how we're all doing after, you know, we uh, said goodbye yesterday and we'll, we'll see where the show goes. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, well, well. What a 24 hours it's been, her dear listener. What a 24 hours it... Well, not even 24 hours. Just, just, just under 24 hours. Um, how are you doing? How are you feeling after um, last night and yesterday? And those of you that... Uh, well, with us last night as um, the story happened and un- unfolded as the situation in Manchester um, became clear. Um, it was a rocky old ride, wasn't it? I mean, an absolutely uh, horrible um, uh, time to be uh, broadcasting, horrible time to be listening to the radio. Um, so I kind of thought tonight, and I've discussed this with the bosses... Um, that we sort of spend the first hour of the show tonight um, having a chat about how you're feeling. Ge- generally, genuinely and generally, how are you feeling? How has what has happened impacted on you? Whether you were there, whether you had friends and family that were there, whether you're in Manchester, whatever, you know, Um you can just give me a call and just check in and um, uh, let me know how you're doing. Because I'll tell you how I'm doing. We've got a couple of guests that we're going to talk to in this hour. And um, and then I kind of thought from 11 onwards, we will move ever so slightly. We'll move the focus off what has happened in in, in Manchester. And, of course, if there is any breaking news about the... Um, raising of the, the, the terror level, or if there's any more breaking news about what happened, we will, of course, go to it, and we will, of course, cover it, and we will see if we can get people to speak to. But I just kind of thought, um, from 11 onwards, we would um, gently and respectfully take our focus um, off of Manchester. We won't forget about it. Uh, we won't... Um, um, we won't ignore it, but I, for one, as someone who has been listening to all the radio stations today, I've flicked um, from talk to all the other ones. Um, I feel absolutely drained, absolutely drained. And I don't think that I, I don't think that us sitting here talking for three hours about what happened on a story that I would imagine this evening we won't get any more information on. I could be wrong. Who knows? Who knows? I can't even imagine this evening we won't get any more information on. Um, And just to sit here talking for three hours about that could 
lead some of the conversation towards um, finger pointing and um, I don't want to add to the speculation and the hatred that is brewing and is brewing in certain elements of the media. That's not what I got into this job for. Okay, My job is to entertain. So what I'm saying is, First hour of the show, we'll talk about that. If you want to give me a call, let me know how you're feeling, then, then please do. We've got a couple of guests um, coming on. If you can just, can you just type Kerry's full description on the thing? So I'll make sure I get his title right because he's such a good guest. Um, so we've got some really interesting people to talk about slightly different angles that perhaps you haven't heard talked about today. You're welcome to call in 0344 499 1000. And then I sort of thought from 11 onwards, um, we could, and I hesitate to say this because in my head it sounds disrespectful, but um, it isn't. Um, from 11 onwards, we can sort of start to have a laugh. And... I don't mean that in any way disrespectfully, and um, I don't mean we will, you know, d- demean those those um, uh, poor souls that were, were killed and injured. I just kind of think that um, as as a group, as a person, as me, as me, I am ready for just a little bit of silliness. Just a little bit of silliness. We're not going to go nuts. It's not going to be the full-out show that it normally is. It's not going to... But just a little bit of silliness. And if... You all phone up and say, actually, no, we don't fancy that, that sound. Then we won't do that. You know, I'm, I'm just kind of testing the waters ever so slightly. So l- l- let me tell you how my evening panned out. Um, when the st- we kind of got aware of the story last night as, I don't know, quarter to 11, something like that. And, and as, as it uh, uh, panned out, um, about a quarter to 12, we decided to put the, um, the show that we were doing on hold and focus all of our attention on what was, um, uh, 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 rapidly appearing to be, um, a, a, a horrible, huge, um, incident, terrorist incident in, um, uh, in Manchester. And, um, for the last hour and 15 minutes, we had nothing really to talk about. I wasn't going to do that game of, of speculating. I wasn't going to be, um, reading all of the rumors on Twitter that were going around and reporting on them. As I noticed, I noticed that some people did, you know, people were reporting that there was a gunman in a, in a hospital. Complete nonsense, of course, but people were saying that. And I didn't want to do that. Um, all we had were two paragraphs from the police. That was it, the police statement. And, and we somehow managed for an hour and 15 minutes um, to talk about that. But it wasn't until I think it was about a quarter to or a ten, 10 minutes to one, the last 10, 15 minutes of the show, when we got the first number of the people that had died. Because up until then, we'd only heard it was fatalities. Well, that means two or more. And when we got the number that 19 people were dead, that, for me, is when it really hit home that this was absolutely uh, 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 atrocious. And I drove home flicking between... Well, I listened to the two mics, and then I listened to Five Live for a bit, and I had to stop listening to the BBC because they had interviews with 14-year-old girls that were at the concert, and I couldn't listen to it. Couldn't listen to it. So I went back and listened to the, 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 the two mics. And um, I was in tears. Dear listener, I was, I was in tears driving home. Just thinking about those kids. 
about those girls, about those girls who, you know, children, literally children, eight, nine, ten-year-old girls that, that would have been there, and whether they were involved in the blast or not, that's an incredibly terrifying thing. And I was in tears driving home. And I got home, here's, <laughs> then I got home, and I, had to, I was taking my boys to school today, and because I'm an idiot, my, when I'm taking the boys to school, my wife leaves out their uniforms with a, a note pointing which one is for seven and which one is for five. And I just saw those laid out, and I burst into tears again when I got home. Because I thought, could have been my kids, because I take them to concerts, and... There will be some homes where there are school uniforms laid out and there's no one to get in them. You know what I mean? And it really, uh, it really hit me quite hard. And I felt, um, I felt bereft. I felt more connected to this incident than any other, um, uh, 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 terrorist incident or, or, or natural, uh, than, than, uh, more than any other thing that's happened. More than nine eleven, more than seven. I'm not, you know, rating them and saying. You know, I, I just felt so bereft. Is the word empty? I felt empty. Just this deep sadness. And I went into where my kids were sleeping, and I went and I kissed them, and they were fast asleep, and they looked beautiful, and. Then they got into bed with me at about quarter past six this morning, which was way too early, and I was grumpy for a little bit. And then I, you know, as, as we are, then I realised what had happened, and um, I made a a, a, a a real point of um, not mentioning what had happened to them and not listening to the news when they were in the same room as me. And when we drove to school, we put on six music. We listened to six music instead of. Um, you know, any of the new stuff, because I didn't want them to hear that. I didn't want to um, pollute their world. And the day has basically, I'm not making this about me, I'm just kind of checking in. You know, I'm, I'm in this whole thing, I'm, I'm completely unimportant, but I'm just checking in with where I am, and maybe you will want to share the same things too. I don't know, 0344 499 Um And the whole day has just spent feeling absolutely empty empty sad this sadness and i got sucked into a bit with the, the idiots on twitter as you know the, the, there were people posting but there's a weird thing right i don't want to dwell too much on the negativity but there's a weird thing of people posting fake posts um my brother's not been seen can you retweet this and i nearly fell for a few of them uh, but then you read down the comments and someone's found the picture of the kid they've posted because they've done a Google reverse. I think, why is anyone doing that? And there were, you know, there were, you know, people that are paid way too much money to be racists, you know, SH1T stirrers, you know, calling for a final solution and we are at war, this is war and fight fire with fire. What does fight fire with fire mean? What, you want to go and get some Muslims and shoot them? What, you want to take some Muslims to a concert and blow them up? What does that mean? What does that even mean? Just think. And I kind of got sucked into that for a bit. And um, I, I, I managed to, to 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 pull away from it um, a little bit. But as as a dad, as a father of two boys, um, it really um, it really hit me hard, man. It really hit me hard, more so than any other tragedy I think that has um, that has taken place that I can certainly. 
uh, remember. And uh, it, it, we're going to play that. We spoke to uh, um, Professor Kerry Cooper before the show, and he's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And you're going to hear that in a minute. And I mentioned in there about me taking the boys to see the Beach Boys on Friday. And here's something that I think I mentioned briefly yesterday, but I didn't really go into detail. On Thursday night, I could not sleep because I was thinking, what if it kicks off in the Royal Albert Hall? If you've ever been to the Royal Albert Hall, it's a circle. It's just a big circle, right? And um, you, you, you're kind of trapped in there, as you are in a lot of it, but you're trapped in there and it's a circle. And I, and I, I got into this real negative, uh, and I use the word fantasy because it was a fantasy, you know, not a positive fantasy, but it, this real negative fantasy, negative narrative in my head of um, someone pulling out a gun at the Royal Albert Hall or pulling out, you know, a, a bomb or whatever. And I just thought, well, what if it was my kids? And I was working where my scat, how I would get out and what I would do and where I would hide. This is before what happened yesterday. Um, I'm getting people on Periscope accusing me of virtue signaling. No, I'm being honest. It's, 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 it's honesty. It's called honesty. It's called, it's called being honest and it's called, um, bearing my soul. And I'm more than happy to do that. And if you want to throw silly, childish little, you know, d- 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 in- insults at me, well, then may God bless you, you know, and may you go and have a very happy life somewhere. Or you can phone up if you want, but, um, virtue signaling, as far as I'm aware, is just, is just being honest and just saying how you feel. So, you can chuck that one at me as much as you want. That 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 don't mean nothing. Seriously, that don't mean nothing. Um, and uh, yeah, I spent a lot of Thursday night worrying about. And I, and I got up for Friday morning. I said, "Well, don't be so stupid. Of course, that's not. Of course, that's not going to happen. That's never going to happen." And then we see what happened yesterday, and um, you know, it turns out it, it could. So tonight's show is going to be a bit of a mishmash. Um, we're going to try and look more at the positive than the negative. Um, you're welcome to call in and check in 0344 499 and let me know how you feel. If you're feeling angry, if you're feeling pissed off, if you're feeling depressed. I know l- lots of you got in touch when I tweeted last night that I, I, I had a weep and weep is the right word. I don't know the difference between weep and crying, but weep is the right word. And loads of you got in touch and said, yeah, me too. Loads of you last night and this morning got in touch and said, yeah, I had a weep too. Um, if you want to, fo- if you want to phone in and say, do you know what? This hasn't affected. I don't, I don't feel it. That's valid as well. That's a valid response to it as well. It's all valid. Whatever you're feeling right now, whatever you're not feeling right now is all valid. Okay. So you can call in for that throughout the whole show and kind of focus on the first hour. Then after that, we'll just start looking elsewhere and we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can maybe have a little bit of fun. Okay, should we? Does that sound like a deal? Good. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, we're going to play um, a, a, a chat that I had. Can we do that? Will that work with timings and stuff? Okay, we've got someone who's um, um, uh, uh, is a volunteer with the Samaritans. Is that correct? And has also been at the uh, the vigil in Manchester. We're going to speak to them in a little bit. But 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 first, we've got this guest, and he's brilliant. And um, I've spoken to him to a, a, a few times, and I absolutely uh, uh, love him. It's Professor Kerry Cooper, who is... <clears throat> are you ready? It's a long title, guys. It's a long title. He's the professor of organisational psychology and health at Manchester Business School, the University of Manchester. And he's a top bloke and he knows his, uh, he knows his onions. And um, we spoke to him, it was about half past eight this evening. Hey, Kerry, can you hear me? 
I can hear you, young fella. Uh, good to well. Is it good well to, what are you doing in so late? Come on, the uh, rest of us have to work. Get your bugger, <laughs> get your ass in. I had to, I had to look after my kids because my wife was working, and then oh, soon really? as she came How home, how old are your kids? Seven and five. You're going to say oh. old enough to leave them on their own. <laughs> oh my God, I, I, that's the greatest age, though, isn't it? It is. Do you know what it is the best age? And it's um. What's interesting, you know, this, this, you're in Manchester, aren't you, Kerry? Yeah, I'm in Manchester, yeah. Uh, have you been in, have you been out and about today in the town? I have been, I've been through the whole town. I did a lot of broadcasting today, so yeah. Radio 5 Live said, could I go to the town hall? I went there and I did, I've done radio all day long. But the thing is, I wanted to go to the centre. Yeah. And I was just talking Why? to people all over the place, all day. Why did you want to go to the centre? I just needed to. I, I mean, I'm a born-again Mancunian. I, you know, I, I've lived here for 35 years. Wow, okay. And I love it, yeah. you know, and uh, I wouldn't take a job anywhere else. I've been offered really good jobs in the state to double my U.K. salary. Don't ever want to go. I love Manchester. I yeah. love the North. Um, what, are you a southern boy? I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a slough boy, London boy, yeah. Oh, but, are you? But so we, you're an airport boy. I am an airport boy, but we, Kath and I were up in Manchester a couple of weeks ago. We're going back in the end of July, and I love it. It's one of those places, it's very easy to knock, but actually, when you go there, it, I, I love it. I love it. I love the people, I love the city, I love the uh, the attitude. It, it is. It really is a great city, and where it's located is fantastic. I mean, it's very cosmopolitan. It's, it's a, In a way, it's a mini London with a lot of the de- without some of the downsides of it what is um what is what's the, this is a cliche question but uh, what's the mood like what what have people been saying to you are we going to talk should we should we bo- should we do the uh, recording now yeah let's do it shall we yeah let's just do it and then i'll tell you that okay go on then okay do it <laughs> right what is the, what you're up in manchester you you've been there for years and years and you've you've been out and about in the town today Kerry. what have um what have people been saying to you well, to be honest with you, they're, they're so tactile. Mancunians are brilliant. Northerners are brilliant. So I was walking down the street from the university, about a 15-minute walk to yeah. town hall, where I had to do kind of an interview there. And uh, I bumped into a couple people who said, you're Professor Cooper. I said, yeah. And they just hugged me and walked on. Wow. And I thought that was great. And I saw people I knew as well. And we just hugged each other and walked on. It was, it was very, very weird. Yeah. But you know what? Were people staying away from public places they were not they were having coffee outside and everything else and people were going into the town hall and going into public places yeah and the the atmosphere was unusual it was like business as normal but more reflective Mm. much more reflective northerners are really in really good at that and and, you know, think about it. They had the bomb in 1996, right? Yeah, of course. At the Arndale Center. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was, that was a horrendous one, although they gave warning so that nobody was killed, but more people were injured. A lot of people were badly there, injured. There has been this weird narrative today that makes me very uncomfortable, where pe- a lot of people are going, well, the, the, the IRA were, were gentleman bombers, and they would leave... No, they oh, weren't. Yeah, they, were murdering, they, were they were murdering pigs as well. You know, yeah, they, they, they were they, murderers. They were, not. They, were, they were not. I mean, I think, as well, I think there were two bombs of Manchester. Yeah. One, and then they... People went in a particular direction, and another bomb hit them. You know, yeah. there were a lot of injuries, but they're very stoical. Let's get on with it. Let's going to, you know, yeah. the cues in it, at the blood bank were unbelievable. You wow. know, they didn't even ask for blood. Mm. They didn't go out and say, "Oh, we need blood." You know, they had enough supply, but people automatically within six or seven o'clock in the morning they were queuing, queuing. Yeah, and it, it, you know that that's. 
But in a way, that's part of the British spirit anyway. But I think in the North, they have that, you know, there was a lot of acts of kindness all over the place. Uh, and I was really impressed with that, that guy, that down-and-out guy who was, you know, sleeping in a thing, and he heard the bomb. Oh, heard go on. That one. I, I've not heard this story. Go on. What oh, happened? Well, he, he was, there was a guy who was, you know, uh, indigent, you know, a guy who didn't have any money, yeah. he was sleeping rough, across the street uh, from the arena, right? Yeah. He heard the bomb. What did he do? He got up and went in and was dealing with the, the kids who were hurt. Wow. And the reason is, he says, you know, when I need money and I'm begging here and people give it to me, I have to give back. Mm. That's amazing. And I think you just have all these kinds of stories, that, you know, people opening up their, their houses for, and this, for people. I, I think this is what I want to focus on on the show tonight, because I don't want to do any of the finger pointing and any of the blame no, and stir no, in the no, pot of hatred, because that. that's everywhere, right? Yeah. And, and, and I don't want to, for one second, take away what has been, an, from what has been an absolutely hideous tragedy words can't even describe it but 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 i i, I do kind of want to um try and pick out the, the the threads and the strands of 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 kindness and of generosity and of bravery because they are in there aren't they oh they're all over the place i mean they're they're just all, all over the city i mean just opened up everybody was opening up their houses they just went online this is the beauty of social media it allowed that to happen they opened the idiot Etihad Stadium for people to sleep. Everything, every, and it was quick. Mm. I mean, really quick. And uh, and the policemen were fantastic. I mean, the Greater Manchester Police were really a class Jeez, act. The, the so bravery the of those was, guys and girls, huh? I mean, imagine. Oh, yeah. Think about think about you as a policeman going in yeah. and seeing, and you have kids, yeah, and seeing arms and legs and kids yeah. dead or really badly injured. How you kind of cope with it? You know that that and they and they were really really quick and so was the ambulance service. They had funny enough a couple of weeks before. I don't know if you heard this. A couple of weeks before, they had a drill for an emergency in Manchester. Did they really? Wow. They had a big drill. Yeah. And the guy and the guy said the the emergency services said with that because we had that drill we were really up for it mm. and they had sixty ambulances there in a matter of minutes. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really good. But it's the people's spirit. Like tonight, I don't know if you've seen the films with them, the, the people at Town Hall. Yeah, yeah. Thousands of people turning up. You know, they don't care. You're going to want to bomb us? Try it. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I just like that kind of attitude. But I think that's a very, very northern. It is partly British, but it's a very northern attitude. Mm. You know, we, you know, it's the, the northern grit bit. You know, we, we you know we've put up a lot. We've run mines. We've had you know we've built we've done canals. We've done all that. You know, we we can put up with this. And having done it in 1996 with the IRA bombing, which in physical terms damaged more of Manchester. Mm. I did see a, I did see a, a, a very funny tweet, and Kathy left to bleep this. It said it just said quite simply, "You don't." F- with manchester oh you don't <laughs> and I just you don't you, you you do not you don't do that at all i mean it really is it really is a, it's a it's a great place i mean i'm a i'm a hollywood boy i come from west hollywood in la right wow wow that's a that's a that's a leap you've made i know and then for me to have found manchester i don't know what it is about it that I love, yeah. you know. It's like I, I'll never leave it. And even my kids, I have one in L.A., I have one, two, uh, one in London, I have one in Nottingham. Anyway, I have all these kids all over the damn place, right? And they are. It's 
funny. Today, they all got in touch with me and said, you know, we're really proud to be Mancunians. Mm. It's really uh, interesting, uh, uh, even though only one of them lives here. A very quick story. When, when me and Kath were in Manchester a couple of weeks ago, we stupidly yeah. left some really expensive equipment in the boot of Kath's car. Couldn't be seen, but we left it there because I was lazy. My fault. Yeah. Someone broke in and stole it. And, uh, you know, thousands of pounds worth of equipment. The car smashed up. We're thinking, oh, geez. And I'm panicking and I'm fretting and I'm thinking we're going to get in big trouble. Very long story short, after a couple of hours, a woman got in touch via phoning up talk radio. And she said, I think I found some of your equipment. Uh, it had been abandoned on an estate. And I've, I've, I've got a cab and I've taken it to the BBC that are based up in Manchester. And I've left it there. And this is my number. And this is the number of the, the, the guard at the BBC who's got it. Uh, the, uh, uh, and, and Isn't that fantastic? It was, it was incredible. Now, would that have happened in London? I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to think maybe it would. But the fact that she'd seen this, this case abandoned on her estate and she'd so had enough. She you know it was yours? Okay, had your name on it? Well, or? no, 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 because she, she found a bag that had some, uh, Kath's name on it, and she oh, saw that this was radio equipment, and she... Oh, and I she, see she, what you mean. She oh, thought, oh, brilliant. BBC, I'll take it to the BBC. And then a bit later, she thought, oh, I think I've made a mistake. Uh, anyway, yeah. we, you know, we, we, we got it, we got back ten grand worth of equipment after three hours. Isn't that amazing? Uh, uh, Isn't that amazing? But you know what? I think there's always a lot of acts of kindness. Always... Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid, I think, the hard print frequently do the negative bits. Do you know what I mean? You're absolutely spot on, But they don't. But, you know, how about what's going on now? How about the good bits? How about the way people come together? I think it does happen. It would happen in London. It happened in, you know, when we had all that problems years ago with the bombs in London. You know, people do come together, and there are a lot of really, really good people. Uh, what, What impressed me today, I'm walking in, right, and I saw a couple... Students, I could tell they were kind of Muslim students from Pakistan or somewhere like mm. that, you know, Muslim world or something. Yeah. And uh, I said, "What?" I just said, "What do you think about it?" He said, and they were appalled at it, you know, felt ashamed yeah. and all that. And I said, "You shouldn't feel. No, it's got nothing to do with you. You know, this is a this is a psychopath. This oh, has I'm, nothing to do with you." I'm tired of <laughs> again. This is another radio kind of trope: is getting a Muslim leader, you know, a cleric or something, oh, to come God, on the no, air and yeah, say, exactly. we condemn, we, we, we condemn this and this. No, I, I, I don't, you don't need to do that because this is, I know that this isn't you. I know this isn't no. you. This is and a nut you job. If look at the pictures in front of the town hall, you had every race you could possibly imagine yeah. there. Yeah. It was just multicolored, a multicultural array of people. Come on. That's what most British cities are now. How? And, uh, Kerry, here's a question, right? I, I, I'm struggling to process this, right? As a dad, and I mentioned I've got yeah. two boys and they're seven yeah. and five, and here's an interesting thing, right? Yeah. I've started taking them to concerts, to quite big concerts. Good. And I, yeah, and I took them on Friday um, to the Beach Boys at the Royal Albert Hall. Absolutely magical night. My favourite yeah. band with my two favourite people. It was wonderful. Here's the thing. The night before, I had a restless night's sleep because I was thinking... What do I do if something happens? What do I do if a bomb goes off in there? What do I do if... You if, were thinking if, about that, I was you? thinking about it. And this, obviously, before what happened... You know, this is in, in reference to what's been going on in in, in Paris, the Batscar. Yeah, what what happens if there's a guy in there with a gun? What do I do with... And the fact that that's in my psyche. Before what happened yesterday... Um, By the way, that's one thing, Ian, I'm very worried about uh, mm. with this incident. I'm worried that parents yeah. in the future, when a kid, three months down the line, after this is out of the newspapers, yeah. three months down the line, you know, try it both ways. A kid, a 15-year-old, wants to go to a concert with its mates, yeah. right? And you, the parent, are 
we'll find an excuse trying for them not to go. My worry is we're going to get that. And yeah. the alternative is that the other side of that, say you have a younger kid, say you have an eight-year-old, and say you and your wife want to go out to the Manchester Arena to see Neil Diamond, right? Oh, yeah. All right? Now you're talking. I, I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> I've, done, I I've it. done it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Anyway, you know what would happen? And then the kid gets worried. Yeah. That you're going. Yeah. So, you know what we have? That's the worry I have. This morning, when I got, got into the university really early, there was a guy there, and he came up to me, and we have a Chinese lecture. He's a really lovely guy. So he came up to me, and he said, Kerry, so I want to talk to you. I said, what's up? He said, well, my son, uh, I was ready to take him to school. He's 11 years of age. Mm. And uh, he uh, said to me, Daddy, is it safe to go to school? And oh, is my school safe? Man alive. Because it's 11. So, you know, it's going. that's the kind of worry I have, that... You know, how do we, we have to let the kids get it out, don't we? We have, yeah. to, let, we have to somehow let the kids just talk. I don't mean the kids at the thing, because they will be taken care of by counselors and, yeah. and that. I'm talking about just kids generally. And it won't just be in Manchester. Mm. I, um, I mean, I say my boys are seven and five. I, yeah. I made a real point today of, um, we, we, we normally listen to a news station in the car on the way to school, didn't I? Put, yeah. I put on a music station. I, 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 if the news came on, I turned it to something else, and I didn't make a thing about it. I just, I just, you know, I didn't want to bring that into their world. Now they may pick it up from someone else, and something may and get said will. in the they playground. That, even the seven-year-old, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that may happen, but I, I don't, I don't want to bring that into his world. If he, if he comes to me with questions, or if I notice his behaviour is slightly different, say, "What's wrong, yeah. son?" He was going, "Well, I heard this." Then we'll sit down and we'll we'll discuss it and we'll put it into some perspective. But I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hear. Doing, I think you're doing the right thing, but I think what you've just said is really critical to anybody kind of listening to us chatting now. Mm. And that is, if your kids show any sign, yeah. any change of behaviour, dramatic change of, and by dramatic I mean things like they're usually very sociable or or they got great sense of humour, and all of a sudden they start becoming socially withdrawn, yeah. or something like that, or become more aggressive when they normally aren't. Some kind of change of behaviour. That's what I think parents have to kind of think about. Yeah. Because kids will hear this stuff. They will talk about it, because they're very savvy now. Seven, eight-year-olds will be talking about, listen, there was an eight-year-old at that, con- at that concert yeah, with, yeah. Who, who was killed. So they're not, you know, it's not like the old days when, you know, kids went to concerts at 13 or 15 or 17. Mm. They're going a lot earlier. And they're also listening to news a lot. They get it. Mm. So I think we just have to be kind of a bit vigilant over the next few months with the kids because, uh, and a number of my colleagues have said that their kids have, you know, been talking about it, and I don't know, do I really want my kids to go in public arenas? You know, we, we can't stop the world. No, no, we no. stop going to football. And no. Here's the thing. I, I was, um, when I picked up my, the five-year-old from school, we live in Windsor, which, you know, I would imagine if he's, you know, we've got Windsor Castle, we've got barracks sure. there, you know, there's, sure. there is a potential for it being a target, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. And um, we were walking around in town, and I... I was. I became aware, Kerry, that my behaviour had changed. I was holding his hand instead of letting him run off. I was kind of holding his hand, and I was looking around. I was looking at everybody suspiciously, yeah, and kind of thinking, "That's sad, isn't it? Isn't but it?" Guess what? You're not. You're not the only one. Yeah. A lot of people will think. You know what affected me when I woke up this morning and heard it. Mm. I had to get into work early, and it was six o'clock. I didn't hear it last night. And the first thing that hit me. As, as a person was, the week before, on the Saturday, mm. 
my four-year-old daughter, a four-year-old granddaughter who lives in London, right? She came to the football match for the very first time she went to see Man City with me, right? Did she like it? She loved it. <laughs> well, she only lasted half a game. I mean, four-year-old, yeah, right? Yeah, she lasted yeah, half course. a game. Good for her. But the, what I'm trying to say is what affected me the most is as soon as I heard what had happened, yeah. I said, what if they'd have done it at the Etienne? Because yeah. they could have done Yeah. It's Manchester. Yeah. It's a big stadium. It's a top club. Do you know what I mean? They could have done it there. And that's what I thought about. And that's why all of us, you know, who are parents, identify with all this and why it's more powerful in lots of ways. I, I agree. I, I've had um, uh, uh, so many people, men primarily, um, but, but, but people in general, on Twitter and email, because um, I shared last night, on the way home, I, I was kind of all right, because we were doing the show and it broke, and then just yeah. about 10 minutes before the end of the show, the number 19, 19 people at the time had died, and that's yeah. when it kind of hit me. It was like, this is, okay, right, this is, this is massive. And then on the way home... Um, it, it really hit me that it was kids and it was little girls. It was I little know. girls. And, and um, I've had, and I kind of got home and I said, well, I've just had a cry in the car. And so many people got in touch and said, oh, I'm crying too. And this morning I woke up and I sent the kids to school and I started crying. And it's, yeah, it's and, because of your own kids, Ian. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Because you think about what if that was my kid? Mm. You know, and all of us felt the same. My wife was in London at the time and we both got on the phone and started to cry to each other. And what if it had been Emmy? What if the week before they'd have gone after mm. the Etihad, which I could have done, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, uh, real powerful experience. Uh, real but, powerful. but you know what? It makes us all think how this is a one-act play and that we yeah. have to enjoy this damn thing. Yeah, exactly. Ex- it's called life. Exactly. Let, let, let's try and end on a, on a, on a, on a positive note. There, there were so many examples uh, last night uh, on Twitter and on Facebook and, and people phone, phoning up radio stations um, who were were off were, felt helpless and so were offering to help and they were saying listen if someone needs a place to stay i've got a spare room and i've got a sofa if someone needs a lift from here to there i've got a car and i can you know there were uh, you know and, and and the number of retweets that the, the greater manchester police were getting when they Absolutely. were saying we need uh dash cam footage we're going to do a controlled explosion they were getting thousands and thousands people wanted to help didn't they and i think that 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 is 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 the key thing here um in, in what is and hid- a hideous tragedy that we can't even comprehend yet. I can't comprehend yet. There are people that want to help. You know what? We lead such frenetic lives, we never stop and reflect on it. When an incident occurs like this, when this horrendous event occurred, what it did, it brought all the goodness in us. You know, we had time. All of a sudden, really, do I have to go to that meeting? Mm. Right? Forget it. Yeah. Is it really that important? Let me help out. Let me let me do something. Let me go into the hospital and help out in the hospital. Volunteers were in the hospital as well. Yeah. All that kind of stuff, right? That's when we, we know what the human condition is all about, what human beings really are about. Because the bulk of us really want to give. And by the way, giving also helps us mm, yeah. as human beings. Yeah. makes us feel good about life and what, we're, what our contribution is. Um. Carrie, I'm going to put, I'm going to get Kath to put in her diary to get you on for something fun next time. Because the, 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 okay. the, the two times, I, I love chatting to you and picking your brains. Uh, and the last two times you've had you, it's because of something absolutely horrific. Yeah, so, get me into something a bit. Can we get you on for something silly and stupid? Any time. Beautiful. It, we, I love we'll, talking to you. In uh, Kerry, uh, listen, be safe, man, and we'll speak yeah, again soon. Yeah, you take care of yourself. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Um, we've got loads of calls lined up, um, which we will get to in a little bit, and we, we're just kind of easing off, uh, backing away ever so slightly from what happened yesterday, but if you, if you want to phone up and just check in and t- let me know how you're feeling, let me know how you're doing, um, because it's, um, I, I said this before, I can't think of any other tragedy, natural or terrorist, that has has hit me as hard as this one, and it's it's partly because I'm a I'm a dad of, of two boys who are seven and five, and um and I think it's I think it's the kids, I think it's the kids. I also think it's the pop, the, the pop the pop concert the pop. I love pop music. I lo- I hadn't heard this um um I can't remember her name, Catherine. Just just say it on the microphone. Can't, 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 can't. Rihanna Grande. What was it? Ariana Grande. That was it. Ariana, I, I couldn't. I hadn't heard her before, and I listened to some of her stuff today. She's good. I wish. I'm such an old man. I wish these pop stars would wear more clothes. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But she's good, and I like pop music, and I like pop concerts. I've been to hundreds of pop concerts, and it's a real celebration of life, of of youth, of vitality, of energy. It's a coming together. It's 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 a spiritual experience, and I and I don't think that's an exaggeration, particularly particularly uh, for young girls it really is an, a very important uh, part of their development i think and i think that maybe is why um it, it, it's hit me so hard anyway oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand i'm waffling i'm gonna be doing a lot of waffling tonight guys um a lot has been happening of course in manchester um uh, throughout the day and uh, uh this evening we're joined now by uh joan moore who is the branch director at uh the manchester samaritans evening joan Hello. Um, you were at the uh, the vigil at the town hall t- this evening, were you? Yes, we were. We were there in Albert Square. Yes. What was that like? If, I know that's a tough question to try and describe it, but just give give us a sense of the feeling that was there. Um, it was a really good atmosphere with a combination of obviously terrible sadness at the mm. tragedy that's happened. Um. But uh, a good sense of community feeling and just Manchester supporting, Manchester residents supporting the city, really. So mm. it, it was it was a good atmosphere. There was an, a huge number there. I mean, Albert Square was packed. Mm. Um, there were people going out along the side streets who couldn't get into the square. So there was a, a, a large number there. Uh, and it was, a, you know, a very good atmosphere. Um, we are on this show huge fans of the Samaritans. I've had cause to to, to dial one one six one two three in my life, and um, you know I'm aware that the Samaritans literally save lives. Um, and I know, obviously, you know there are matters of discretion and things. I, I, I was wondering if if the volunteers, um, if their their normal training incorporates you know, that the tra- pr- prepares them for things like what happened last night? Yes, I mean, S- Samaritan's training is extensive. It it, 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 um, it, it extends over a three-month period, mm. really, with, with uh, an initial training period and then, um, you know, a, a, a period of uh, listening on the phones when you're supported by... A mentor. So it's a, it's an extended period of training, and we we cover everything really. I mean, there are so many different issues that make people feel upset or distressed mm. or suicidal, even. 
Um, and Samaritans volunteers are trained to deal with anything, really, that comes their way. And here's a question I've never thought to ask, actually. Is, is there... Could, is there an age limit? Is there a lower age limit that if someone phones up and says, oh, I'm 10, that you, you kind of go, oh, we can't talk to you. You should phone Childline. Or, do, do, or uh, can any age call you up? Any age can call us, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, I, I would imagine with something like last night, and I'm, I'm guessing here, but I'd imagine that, that there may have been a flurry of calls today, but also it's the kind of thing that for some people... the shock and the stress of it might not hit them for quite a while. I think that's very true. Um, You know, in in the initial phases of a tragedy like this, obviously people are dealing with the practicalities of it and there are so many people who've had to deal with, you know, relatives they maybe can't even find or, Mm. you know, all the terrible stories we've seen on the news and read in the papers. And then... It's sometimes a day or two after when the distress really sort of hits home and they feel they can share it with people. They might not feel that at first, but as as a day or two goes past, they may feel they want to unburden themselves and, you know, Samaritans are there for to listen to people and to hear what they've got to say. And how does it work for the volunteers? I was saying that this is, you know, of all the horrific things that happen in the world, this one has really... It's really had a very personal impact on me. I'd imagine that a lot of the volunteers, particularly, you know, the ones that, that, that live in Manchester, it will have had an impact on them. If they're also receiving calls about that, how do how do the volunteers de-stress themselves? Do, 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 they, do you kind of have a debrief at the end of the session where they can kind of unload? Yeah, we, we, we have a, a very um, successful um, support system for volunteers where... Because um, obviously we never ever discuss uh, any call mm. outside of the Samaritans, um, but obviously we do, we, do, we do talk to fellow fellow volunteers mm. about a very stressful call or something that's upset us, and then we have a shift leader on call at all times, so that volunteers can ring the shift leader if they need some extra support, and we always ring into the shift leader at the end of the of the shift mm. so we can uh, you know discuss anything that's that's upset us um this is all totally within the samaritan yeah. organization and does not go outside in any way what i love about the samaritans and a few times i've tweeted the phone number and some someone said well, why are you tweeting the number of councillors and i go oh no 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 what i love about the samaritans is you're not there to give advice you know that, you, that you're not there to to make suggestions like as you just said you're there to listen, and that's it. And sometimes that's, it's so yeah. simple, isn't it, Joan? So yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's exactly right. I mean, we would never give anybody any advice mm. because what's what's correct advice for one person isn't the right advice for somebody else. And mm. everybody has their own unique circumstances, and we try to help people go through various options to discuss how they'd feel about one way of dealing with the problem, maybe how they'd be, deal with another way of, of dealing with the problem. Sometimes people just want to tell their stories. Yeah. To just say, tell somebody what's happened to them and how terrible it's made them feel, you know, how bad the impact has been upon them. Uh, and we're just there to listen. Um, as I say, we would never 
tell anybody what to do or give any advice. And of course, we're all ordinary people. Mm. And I think that's the beauty of Samaritans, that, you know, we, we, we don't pretend to be professional or to have any special expert knowledge. We're just ordinary people that, you know, I hope people can relate to in an ordinary way. Joan, you, you and all the other volunteers, you, you, you do amazing work, genuinely. You, you, you literally save lives. Uh, it, it's, the, the phone number's free, isn't it? Uh, uh, it is. Beautiful. It is. Our, our phone number, 116123, is free to call from both landlines and mobiles. And I always say, because some people, you know, feel funny about making a phone call, I always say you can withhold your number... And if you if you don't like the way it's going, you can always put the phone down as well. There's always the option to go. This isn't working. Put the phone down, and and, and maybe try again a bit later on when it feels right. That's correct. I mean, there's no need to withhold your number because we have no access oh! to, the, to the numbers of people who are calling. Beautiful. It. We don't. So when when a volunteer picks up the phone. We have no idea who that person is or where they're calling from or their telephone number. And it could, we could, in Manchester, we could receive calls from anywhere in the country. So we, it, it is that aspect of it is totally confidential. We have no way of knowing who is ringing us. We often ask people if they can give a name, but we just ask them to give the first name. They don't have to give the name. You can make up, make up a name if they, they feel more comfortable, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, it's a, it is, in that respect, a completely confidential service. I love it. I love it so much. Anybody to use. The phone number, dear listener, and we'll mention it again, but always 116123. It's dead That's simple to number. remember. That's Joan, number, um, yeah. keep on keeping on. You, you, you lot do brilliant work, so well done, and thank you very much for coming on tonight. You're welcome. Thank you very much indeed. That's Joan Moore for the uh, branch director of uh, the Manchester Samaritans. I cannot sing their praises enough. Uh, let's go to Philip. Evening, Philip. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. How are you doing? Very happy, always. I just want to put across how proud I am to live in a multiracial society. Go on. Uh, I'm a 48-year-old 40, man, and I think my generation and below yes have there is no such thing as racism if you like mm. we live in a multiracial society and it's something to be very proud of but it, i would like to put something across and it might not seem very popular but instead of calling these people terrorists yes. the 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 guy who had the bomb strapped to his chest and and gave his life away for a cause which is ridiculous Let's call them victims. Sorry? Let's call them victims, and it takes away well, hang on, hang anybody on. who is thinking about becoming well, a martyr. But Philip, why would the, 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 it could be argued that by calling the, the, the murderous scumbags that do this thing victims, you're linking them with the genuine victims who, who, who wanted no part of this. And some people might sure. be offended by I that. I understand what you're saying, and this is exactly what I said as I started that sentence, it's controversial. I but think it's wrong. Their mind is twisted. They weren't born evil. They weren't sort of born with a bomb strapped to the chest. You can't call they, them... They I don't been, think you can call them victims, though, Philip. They're, murder, they're murderers. Murderous scumbags. Yeah. And I appreciate what you're saying. 
but their mind has been bent and twisted and hatred has been poured into them. And they're doing this to become martyrs. And for a cause that it gains nothing. And I, I truly, honestly, I think if the media stopped calling them terrorists and actually... Is there another word for a victim? Well, but I don't. I still don't quite understand. No, I, I, I don't, Philip. And I'm really trying to. I also yeah. disagree on the point when you say there is there's no racism. <laughs> you, you you weren't looking at my Twitter or Facebook feeds earlier on. Racism is out there, man, and it's 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 louder than it has been for a long, long time. Um, but yeah. I, I I don't think you can I mean, call that's them. Just a response to anger. If Sorry? you have a uh, working environment with Muslims yes. or or any other race around, the Muslims on a race. Would you express that hate? To them personally, or is it safe to just put it on, on on post? Well, some people are doing both. Yeah, I, ha- I, I, I hate to break it to you, racism re- in twenty seventeen is bigger and louder and angrier than it has been for a long, long time. People are feeling empowered to say yeah. things about black people and brown people and people of different faiths yeah. that they have not felt they can say for a long, long time. Now, listen, this yeah, isn't this isn't me defending. This isn't me. De- hang on, this isn't me defending um, uh, 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 Muslim extremism or Islamic terrorism. It, uh, Au contraire, au contraire, I condemn it with, with, with everything, that, that every fibre in my being. But, but, yeah. but, these people feel that because a tiny percentage of Muslims are terrorists, they can slag off all the Muslims. They can talk about putting them, they can talk, that someone on Twitter today was talking about a final solution. Yeah. That's extermination. Yeah. But that kind of hatred and that kind of yes. talk is fueling what these people are trying to... Yeah. Pain. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's doing their work for them. It's creating, exactly. creating division exactly. and hatred. And, and I think the media has something, uh, a part to play in this. Yeah. And we've got to understand that that guy that stood there... Don't call him a victim uh, again. Don't call him a victim no, again. I, I, okay. Think of another word. The, the guy... The, he's a murderer. His mind has been twisted. I, I couldn't care way. less. I could, I could not care less. He's a murderer. Okay. Well, let's find the source of the... the, the, the the poison. Yeah, let's find the source, the source of the poison, but let's not in any way demean the horrendous act that that man yeah, committed. Absolutely. He killed kids. He oh, killed yeah, kids. I knew as soon as I said it, this would be... It, it doesn't sit right. No. But for me, personally, I think... <sighs> if there's another word for victim, okay, I, I would like rather that. use that. But, okay. but the All right, point Phil. being, okay. I think you're wrong. He has been put into this situation. No, he's not. He, he no, 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 no. He is. He, he has made the decision to do that. He made the yeah. decision to do that himself. All by himself. He made the decision to do what all he by did. Himself. Yeah, that's what you're saying. He, he, no. All by himself. No, no. Philip, no, you, Philip, Philip. I, I've been, I've been polite with you, but you're talking nonsense, man. You can't call that man a victim. He's a murderer. Okay. I appreciate what you what you're saying to me. Thank you very much indeed. I mean, I don't know what um, ay 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 ay. I didn't want to get. I didn't want to do an angry show tonight, but I can't call him in. anyway. Anyway, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We've got a few calls lined up. Um, if you want to uh, uh, um, uh, give us a call and just let just check in, I, I, I don't want it to be an angry show, and I, but that was I wasn't expecting that call to go that way. I don't want it to be an angry show. 
Um, I, I do want to look at the positives that, that have happened. These tiny little threads I mentioned with Kerry of, of human kindness, of people just putting their hand up and going, I'll help. Um, but more importantly, I just want to know how you're feeling. Because I have felt awful all day. And I'm, I'm a million miles away from it and, you know, personally wasn't touched by it. I want to know how you're feeling. And after 11, we'll, we'll start. I've got a couple of other things that we can talk about possibly. Possibly. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Uh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very uh, welcome. Just call in and check in. Let us know how you're doing. Uh, This is Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee, on air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 Um, How you doing? You all right? You all right? Um, I felt lousy all day. I've cried several times. Um, and I'm not connected with the, 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 the story in any way apart from I'm a dad and I like pop. Um, and I don't say that flippantly. I, you know, I, I, and I've, I've read articles and there's another article that I think was written today that went out. But I've, I've, I've read articles and I've spoken about my friend Meg in America who talks about the importance of pop pop music right and by pop music she means the records and the concerts and the posters and the experience for young girls and how it is a completely a different experience generally speaking for young girls as it is for boys and it's i think it can be for some girls uh, a, a, a really important part of their development in terms of of how they view um, uh, how they view men, how they view relationships, how they view girls, how they view body image, how they they um, view friendship, all of these kind of things. I think it's very important. And d- 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 I, I think that's partly why it's upset me so much. It was a, a pop concert, you know, a celebration of life and a celebration of, of, of joy and experience, a shared experience. Um, so tonight... Just asking you to check in. Let us know how you feel. I've got a few other bits and pieces, and if the mood feels right, I might kind of casually toss one of the few other bits and pieces in. Here's something, right? We're allowed to laugh tonight, okay? We are allowed, he said in a very sombre voice that was that was m- most unappealing for laughter, we are allowed to laugh tonight okay um and if if we if we manage to squeeze three laughs out of the rest of the show i'll consider that a success three no thank you three three laughs we'll get out of tonight's show and uh, that that that, i'll consider that success any more than that bonus absolute bonus but we're allowed to laugh Um, and i don't want the show to be to be full and heavy and full of anger saying that let's get this next call out the way Yes, Ken. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Ken. Uh, This is a very, very sad uh, situation. Uh, I'm certainly not angry at all. I'm very sad about it. I'm furious. uh, I'm furious, man. Are you not angry? Not angry. I'm furious. I'm furious. Someone goes around killing kids. I, I get angry at that, yeah. Right. They're, they're killing kids all over the world right now. Doesn't matter, Ken. Doesn't mean I can't be up. Doesn't mean I can't be angry about these children. 
No, but I don't want to argue with you. You're angry at me already. No, I'm not angry. I'm not angry with you, Ken. Mm. Don't tell me what I am, but you're trying to make me qualify my anger when I don't need to. I can be angry about these beautiful children that were killed last night, um, despite the fact that children are being killed all over the world. Yes, you're quite right. I know I'm quite right. Right. Uh, But I'm not angry about it. I'm more sad about it than anything, because uh, we know that there is worse to come, sadly. Ken, I tell you what, no, and we're not doing, I don't know if you've been listening to the show, Ken, I know you don't, I know you just phone in to use it as a mouthpiece for your vile, the bile, but we are not, we are not here to create fear, he's put the phone down, call him back, we are not here tonight to create fear and make people more scared, that's not what the show is about, Ken, you don't listen. Right? You don't listen, and the moment you're challenged, you put the phone down. We are not, and he won't answer, we're not here to make it worse tonight. That is not my job. My job is to try and make it a tiny, tiny little bit better. That's my job. That's what I've got for the next hour and 54 minutes, is to try and make things a little bit better. Coming on and saying, he's not coming on, is he? Of course he's not. Nasty piece of work. Coming on and saying work worse is to come. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's going to make mums and dads all over the country sleep easy. Not my job to scare you. I'm not one of those shows. Ken says, I'm an abuser, and he doesn't want to talk to me. Well, I don't want to talk to you and your poisonous, poisonous bile that you spit out. He's supposed to be a Christian. He's the worst kind of Christian. Got nothing against Christians at all. But people like that make me so, so angry. Here's the thing, right? I'm not one of those shows where we, we, where the aim is to scare you. I don't want to scare you. I'm scared already, right? I'm angry already. I'm upset already. My job is to try and turn that round. Even if it's just like by one degree, I want to try and turn it round and make you feel a little bit better tonight. That's it. That is it, man. So no, if you're phoning up to say Muslims this, but we listen, (laughs) someone had a go at me on Facebook. I didn't reply, but I posted it because I wouldn't um, denounce um, Islamic extremism, terrorism. Do I need to? Do, do I need to? Is, is, I would have thought it was obvious that I, I don't like that. Um, but just coming on and going, Muslims, this, it's going to get worse. We need to do... No, there are so many other outlets for that. Let's try and um, huddle together and make each other feel a bit better, shall we? Gatford. When you said before you spoke to Ken that you let's get this call out of the way, I was convinced you were coming to me. Well, no, Ken flashed up on my screen just as I was about to touch your button. Now, Gatford, you, um, where yep. were you, where were you to, uh, today? What have you been up to? I, I, I was at work, so I kind of lived, lived a little bit in the ignorant bubble, bubble for this morning because yeah. I kind of was at work, you know, I knew about it, but I, I went to bed before it happened last night and, and woke up this morning and went straight to work and, you know, didn't know until I got to work. Oh, yeah, but yeah. since I've got home it, and I've... And, yeah, I've done... I did, I do, I've indulged myself a bit too much in the media, I think, because you feel like you need to be educated and caught up. Yeah. But then it's the same thing. And can I just say thank you for what you do for tonight? Oh. Because it's important that you are one of the shows that doesn't do what you were saying that you were honest, that you were like, how are you? This is how I feel. Because 
if you live alone or if you live without people around you, you need the opportunity to hear that and to feel that you've got the opportunity. Sorry, to Gatford, I just went off. I just went. I took my computer's plugged in, but it's not turned on at the mains, and I was down to six percent, so I missed that. But well, I'm sure what you were saying was great. Yeah, <laughs> that was wicked. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Yeah. I'm teasing. You know, I can't take compliments and praise, but I appreciate what you're no, saying. No, no, no. no. But, but, I, but I'm saying is, is that, and I appreciate any brave radio broadcaster at the moment who's prepared not just to recycle the same thing or go for the obvious but say let's let's do this from, from a different point can of view. i tell you why i love i love talk radio right and i don't know how long yeah. i'm going to be here I, I, you know the last figures weren't, weren't great and um but i love talk radio and i'll tell you why i love talk radio because um i had an argument with my boss today i had an argument with him about what the show should be and at the oh, end good. of the argument, we reached a compromise, and we agreed that the show would be what we're doing tonight. We reached a, we re- reached a compromise, and it was on the phone. And at the end of it, we we both shook hands, metaphorically shook hands. And we both went, "Look, I know that you're saying that because you want the best. I want the best." And it was so. I've not worked at a place for years, Gatford, where I can disagree with the boss, argue my case, he him argue his case. And at the mm. end, we reach a compromise. We and reach. You should have a job. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, once, you know. it's, it's it's a brave move to have an argument with your boss when your last radios were so poor. But yeah. but 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 um, it was it was so refreshing where he said, "Right, I think the show should be this." And I said, "Well, I, you know, I disagree, and I think the show should be this." And we got you know, it got it got it got excitable as these things do. And at the end, we reached this wonderful compromise where we would have a couple of guests on in the first hour. Then after eleven o'clock, we'd sort of gently move over into another direction and i've got a couple of silly things that when i feel it's right to throw in i'm going to throw them in um yeah. but also and, and and one thing that me and my boss did really agreed on is that we want this radio station talk radio on on dab uh smartphone app and online talkradio.co.uk i need to say that more and more um mm. we want this station to be a, a, an alternative an alternative to what to, to all the other shows and stations that are out there. And if you want to hear the, what should we do about the Muslim problem? Um, uh, wh- wh- how do you tell your kids about this? Um, are you, are you scared? Are you more scared tonight? Do you feel yeah. scared to work? If you want to hear that stuff, just, just flick around the dial. Oh, honestly, you know where to go. Well, no, exactly. And there are so many yeah. stations doing that. And, and, and me and my boss, and, 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 and I, I've got so much respect for him. I mean this genuinely. He'll be annoyed that I said we had an argument. He'll, he'll send me a text saying, well, that's supposed to be private. I know. That's probably crossed the line there. But I've got so much respect, respect for him because he, 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 he said, I want this to be an alternative. I want this to be yeah. different, which is why I've got the freedom to do the show that we're doing tonight that, um, isn't we're at war you know we're and and yeah. thumping and scaremongering and stirring the sh1t and pointing the finger and where, where does that get us where does that get us doesn't get us anywhere i i'm slightly scared to even buy or look at a newspaper in the next two or three days because of that reason yeah like you know and i i'm just i'm just going to avoid it i mean i don't buy a newspaper every day anyway who does uh but i'm not i'm slightly scared to do that so i'm just going to avoid it um 
Yeah, a lot. Of, I've seen some of the front pages, and of course, they're pictures of yeah. the, um, the, the, the 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 kids that were murdered. And um, I'm but, but one of the things that I've heard on I mean, some 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 question on other radio say what. I'm not even going to repeat the question that I heard in another radio station because it's so upsetting. But um, a lot of people are saying, well, how do we tell our kids? Shall I tell you how I'm going to tell my kids, Gatford? Go on. I'm not going to tell them. I am yeah. not going to tell I them. What you said, I think you said it in the interview. Yeah. If one, of your, if one of your boys comes up to you and says, Dad, can you explain this? Or yeah. I need to know what's going on. Then yes, of course. Or and if I are... notice he's, 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 something's a bit strange, I'll take him to one side and say, yeah. you're all right. You, what's going But I'm not. They're seven and five. I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to do my dad. I made sure this morning that we listened to music in the car. That, that if, if they were near me when I was listening to the news, that got switched off immediately. Um, and we don't tend to, excuse me, despite mine and my wife's jobs, we don't tend to watch the news at, at, at home. So the, the chances of them wandering in work, one. You know. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so um, I, 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 I don't know why I made that point. There was a reason for it, and then I, I, I lost it. A yeah. Could you just make me feel better and cut me off for no reason? No, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) There's this guy that emails every night, Gatford, right? He emails every night from different emails, right? And I ignore them. I just block his emails because he's an idiot. I'm going to read it out, right? Because he's obviously not just been been listening to the last 15 minutes. Why bother having this debate? First of all, it's not a debate. It doesn't doesn't have to be a debate. If you are going to tread on politically correct eggshells by not calling out radical extreme Islam and its hate-filled ideology that was behind 22 innocent children being blown to pieces all in the name of that religion called Islam. You are a coward, Ian Lee. Pure coward, says Martin from Leeds. It's not his real name. I don't care what his real name is. He's a dickhead. And here's the thing. Here's here's the thing, Martin. First of all, I don't think I, I don't think I need to, to to call out radical Islam and extremist terrorism. I don't think I need to. I would have thought it was you could assume that I'm against radical Islamic terrorism. And secondly, I did call it out literally ten minutes ago. Go and clean your ears out, you muppet. Stop listening to my show every single night and sending in dozens of emails from fake made-up addresses. Go and listen to, the, the, you know, the bra lover doing his podcast. Go and listen to the other radio stations. It's not for you, dude. It's not for you! And block. And scene. And cut off Gatford. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. A chuckle! A chuckle! We had a chuckle! We've got one! Two more to go! Um, Rob, Rashid, Ian, stay there. Come to you after this. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, no, of course... Roger Moore died today. Oh, I love Roger Moore. I've interviewed him at least once, maybe twice. Um, and his autobiography is a real trick. I'm wondering, um, I'm wondering, Roger Moore. I'm just going on to YouTube. Let me get, let me plug in the old, um, hang on a minute. Where's the, uh, where's the lead? Uh, now, now the show is back to its bumbling, um, Ed, why can't I find the lead for the, for the computer? Where, where is the, what is this? Is this it? Got, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Roger Moore. I'm Roger Moore. That's it. That that is the first of my impressions, and it's good. My name is Roger Moore, and I was the best James Bond. He must have. He's one of those actors that's been around since the fifties. He must have made a record. I cannot believe that Roger Moore. 
Um, hasn't made... <laughs> of course I'm right. I've just typed into YouTube Roger Moore song. And here's one. Uh, Sir Roger Moore sings. Where does love go? <laughs> Excuse me, I'm new here. Where does love go? Down here, Roger. Let's have a listen. Let's, 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 um, this is Roger Moore. Um, okay, this, this is Roger Moore singing. Where does love go? I love Roger Moore. I mean, I, 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 I know he was considered a Joker's Bond. No, 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 no. The best James Bond by an absolute country mile. I mean, just, I loved it. The humour, the coolness. He was suave. Here we go. What? Why is this not playing? What's going on here? I might have done something with my computer. Hang on. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. Let's see what, let's go to uh, Rashid! Wagwan, Ian. Wagwan, Rashid. I've done something. Wagwan, Kaf, Wagwan, Ed. Yeah, don't talk to them. Um, oh. My computer. Oh, hang on a minute. Do you want to hear Roger Moore singing a song? Yeah. Here we go, here we go, here we go. I've got it now, got it now. I've got the settings right. Here we go. Here we go. It's going gonna, it's gonna to start. Here we go. It's coming. It's coming. Here it comes. This is it. Coming. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. If the hugs. Oh, he's cheating! Is where love comes from. He's talking it. Then where does love go when it dies? Back to the heart where it came from. Turn into tears in the eyes. That's cheating. That's that's cheating, Roger. That is um, that is cheating. That wasn't singing, Rashid. That was what I like to call talking. Rashid, and it's quite sad, Ian. I can't, I can't listen to it with what's happened today. It's on my mind. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 well, those lyrics are like um, <laughs> it's been a it's been a lousy, today. lousy day, hasn't it? Absolutely lousy. How you feeling, yeah. man? Uh, I think I'm a, a bit numb, in shock. I don't know how to react and what to do. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, other people are debating on social media, saying, oh, how come, you know, what about all the people all over the world getting bombed and blah, 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 and I, I ain't got no time for any of it. No. It was just half the day, or well, most of the day, I've been not speaking at all. You know, well, been what is there to say, really? What is there to say, you know? You know, like the uh, footage that they were showing last night. A couple of things when they were, I was watching it on the news, and they had the rolling footage, and yeah, puts you in a bit of a spin, like after a bit, you have to turn off. But I think that- I think that um, the the worst thing that's happened in the last twenty five years is twenty four hour rolling news. I yeah. think it is the worst thing because it means you see, and we, I, I, when I'm in this studio, I've got one, two, three, four. There's five, six, there's seven TVs in this room, right? And uh, and all the other shows have them on. I come in, I, I, me and Kath, well, Kath, because t- I don't know how to, turns off all the TVs. Because I'm doing a radio show, I don't want to be watching TV. But last night when we, you know, knew something was happening, we put on um, Sky News. Um, and it was that same clip of the people leaving the arena and then some, yeah. then the explosion, right? And it must have, I must have seen it. 70 times 80 i don't know in the space of an hour now 
what what good is what 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 does that serve? It desensitizes people to things. I think it's exploitative. I think it's exploitative of uh, uh, of the terror, and also it means that you kind of that, that they're filling a lot, and they have to do a lot of extrapolation and a lot of guesswork. Now, last night was my first proper time of having a really big story breaking, but a story that we couldn't really talk about because um for the last hour and a half of the show all we knew was all that was revealed was uh, there had been an explosion maybe two explosions and some people had died and that was it Uh, and we couldn't go well it looks like it might be a a muslim terrorist or it looked we, we couldn't play that game because there was nothing there was nothing concrete so for an hour and a half i had to riff around we know a bomb has gone off and mm. some people have died. And that was it. That, that, that's, that, that, those two sentences took three seconds to say and we had to stretch that into an hour and a quarter. Um, and, and these 24-hour news channels, that, that's what they do. That's their business. Yeah. I mean, if I was in charge of the country, it's one of the things I would change. I, would, I would, wouldn't have 24-hour Oh, news. you'd say, hang on a minute, you'd censor the press, Rashid. Oh, and you're press, a Muslim. Yeah. You want to, they got yeah. a Muslim here who wants to censor the press. I'm not having any of that fella. I, Ian, you know how you were saying how you feel when you're in um, you're in a crowded place or yes. you feel a bit nervous. I feel like that, but I've got the added anxiety of having a beard and looking Islamic. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like standing up on the bus or the train and saying, <laughs> you know, just explaining myself. I am not. I am free from this. I, you know, way of thinking. I am so tired. Of radio shows going well. We've got um, an imam from the. Um, uh, mosque just off of Gloucester Road, um, and uh, would you like to condemn this violence? Oh, I condemn this violence. These people are not. I'm sick and tired of hearing that. Here's the Islam thing: Islam means th- peace. Islam means here's peace. Th- here's I the hear thing. That once more. No, exactly. Here's the thing, my my Muslim brothers and sisters. Right? I know it's not. I know it's not you, and yeah. and that is not me saying it is not it, it, uh, Islamic extremist terrorism. It is right. It is. Yeah, it is. But they've got a completely effed up version of what it is. The, the, to all my Muslim brothers and sisters that listen to this, I know it's not you, and you don't have to go on the radio and and say that and distance yourself from the violence. And I feel really, really bad that so many Muslims feel they have to do that. Yes, and then on the other hand, as well, on the other side of the coin, you yeah. got many Muslims who deny. They say, "Oh, this is um, Jewish conspiracy." This yeah, is yeah, yeah. There's all that. <laughs> oh man, you, you can't, you can't. You, you can't completely, unfortunately, um, exclude the Muslim part of Muslim terrorist or Islamic extremism. You can't, okay? Because it's there. I agree. I, I understand that it is a completely distorted and um, uh, wrong view of what Mus- Islam is, but you can't deny the fact that it is there, and the people that are doing these horrendous, horrendous things are saying they are doing it in the name of, right? Yeah. Um, and you can't exclude that, and I certainly would never do that, even though loads of people have accused me of doing that today. I don't know where they are. I think even Trump Trump has agreed, and he said the other day that Muslims are the, the major victims of terrorism. You know, he said it himself. So. Well, but, uh, Donald Trump says, if you listen, actually, let me Trump give you a tip, buddy. If you're using Donald Trump to back up your argument, then <laughs> it's, t- it's time to go home. <laughs> it's time to go yeah. home. Ian, one interesting thing. Yes. Uh, on, on Sky TV, I don't know yes. if I can plug it, Eight, Channel 845, British Muslim TV, oh, they're God. doing a um, charity yes. uh, phone-in yes. uh, for the victims of uh, and the families. When of are the they doing that? 
it's now and Wait a minute, we're doing that. this now. Don't don't t- send oh. them off to over, over to there. Yeah, well, I just thought it was a you know a nice gesture. Um, a nice gesture. Um, yeah. Rashid, always good to speak to you, mate. We haven't spoken for a while. And it's nice to speak to you tonight. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Ian. Good evening, Ian. Hi, how you doing? Okay, I'm good, thank you, mate. What you got? <clears throat> yeah, just um, on the back of one of the earlier callers saying that I, the the guy today was a victim and all that, it really got me riled. Um, I wouldn't let it ri- I, I, I would let go of that riling. I know, it's just the disillusionment of some people, though, the way they see it. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, at the end of the day, the guy is a terrorist. Yeah, well, he's terrorist, murderer, you know, scumbag, whatever, whatever you want to call him. But I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset with, with that guy. There, there, there are more important things to be upset with and angry with mm. um, today. Well, I suppose what's happened in, you know, last night. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If that fellow wants to call him a victim, I, I strongly disagree. And I, and I, but I'm not angry. You know, I'm not angry about that. We're all here's the thing, man. We're all scared human beings. On on any normal day, we're all scared to a certain degree. And after last night, my my fear level has gone way up. And I don't just necessarily mean fear of being blown up or fear of, of, of being part. Just fear of being a human being, Ian. Yeah, but you say that, but if you look at what happened afterwards, doesn't the fact that you're a human being make you feel better because of the way people rallied around? Um, We're talking about all those thousands of people that helped out. I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. There were some amazing moments of of heroism and bravery and um, selflessness, humanity. Humanity. yeah, but no, I, I can't quite, and I'm, I'm happy to celebrate those, of course I am. I can't quite separate the, the, I can't quite get past the atrocity at the moment. Fair enough, but I think that's going to wind the likes of that guy who did it up, the fact the way the people reacted more than, you know. Well, he's dead, mate. Per- he's dead. Yeah, he don't know. He don't know yeah, how people right. are reacting. People like people like him who are thinking that kind of thing. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they realise that they can't win long term. Well, I don't. I don't. They can't, can they? I don't know. I don't know. What, I, don't I know tell you what, one going. thing that yes. one thing that one thing that does um, <laughs> it strains away people want to know who it was straight away, and the, you know when people say about the media, whatever they say, they say about what you went, your phone went. Sorry, people want to know. Who did it straight away? Do you want to name them? Do you want a label to the person who did it? Well, I, that, I, now I've heard the name, but it doesn't mean anything to me. So I mean, no, no. I, 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 well, I never want to know the name. No, but what I'm saying is it it means that pe- the the like the security services can't go about doing the job properly because they want to keep that from the public at, yeah. public eye. Yeah, to be able to get more information and find out where he was, that kind of thing. And, you know, you're talking about 24-hour news, I think that is one of the consequences of that. Yeah. I, I always think it's odd um, that, that news channels will have a helicopter or something over an ongoing live... You remember those... That, that in, in Paris, mm. there was some shootings... It wasn't... Was it Charlie Hebdo? Was it Charlie Hebdo? 
No, it yeah. wasn't. There was there was something in a Jewish bakery, and then there was something else over another part of Paris. And they had the the the, the police had to phone up the TV channels saying, "Can you bring your co- your, your 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 choppers down? Because they, they, they're watching this on TV. They know where we are. Do you remember that big yeah, yeah. big thing? And I just you know I don't know. Anyway, Ian, listen, I appreciate your call. Thank you very much indeed. Point taken. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, is it? I'm going to throw this in. All right, and this may be. This may, this isn't tasteless. I'm going to throw this in, and it kind of fits in with Roger Moore because I do, I do want to, you know, oh, I can't put it into words. Um, tangent, get clunky gear change. Ready? I watched a film on Sunday night, and it's a film I tried to watch before, and I didn't really enjoy it when I tried to watch it before. So I, I, I watched it again because there was nothing else on Netflix, right? It's a film called, and I always want to say Donnie Darko, and it wasn't Donnie Darko. It's Donnie Bristow. Donnie Casco. Donnie Brasco. Brasco, that's it. Donnie Brasco. Donnie Darko's the one about the, the, the rabbit and um, the, the, the um, uh, Patrick Swayze's kiddie porn dungeon. The, Donnie Brasco is the one with... T- Johnny Depp and Al Pacino, right, are two actors who really act. Do you know what I mean? You, you can tell. Al Pacino more than Depp, but both of them do. You can see them acting. With um, with Robert De Niro on a good day, you can't see him acting, right? With, um, um, with Ian Beale. On a good day, you Adam Woodyat, you can't see him acting, but with with um, Johnny Depp and Al Pacino, you could really see them acting. And there were some scenes where they, it was like they were just trying to outdo each other with the with with the acting. So I'm going to throw this out as a light-hearted phone in to kind of go concurrent. And we've got Paul, and we've got Andre, and we've got Rob. Stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. To go concurrent with the, the the kind of slightly heavier stuff that we're doing, actors who really act, re- when you watch them, you're going, I can see you acting, fella. Uh, and I like Al Pacino, but every film he's been in, say hello to my little friends. Every film he's in, you can see him acting. Oh three, it might work. You might go for this, you might not, and if you don't, that's absolutely fine. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Let's go, Andre Paul. I'll come to you in a minute. Let's go to Rob. Good evening, Rob. Good evening, Ian. How are you, mate? All right. I'm all right, thank you, Rob. Although I'll be honest, and I know people get upset because I've been banging on about this a lot, but today uh, about. Five o'clock, I started getting the sweats and the shivers and the, the, my throat, st- and I'm worried I've got tonsillitis again! Oh! And I had, um, I had tonsillitis throughout my youth. I'd just get them whipped out, mate. Get them gone. I, well, I, well, I don't think you can just get them whipped out now. Can, can you? Can you? Well, well it was like ten years ago. I just kept getting the doctors moaning. And then they said, uh, <laughs> you're getting on my nerves, let's just get him out. Let's get him Hang on a minute. <laughs> you kept going to the doctors, <laughs> moaning so much yeah. that they went, oh, do you know what, we're going to cut your tonsils out, that'll teach you. Yeah, I did that, it. That'll t- well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's just kind of, I'm just feeling a little bit emotional today and that tomorrow I'll be okay, so. I hope so. Um, just, I just want to say, like, three, like, 
really quick points. Yes. Um, usually I ring up and I say something really stupid. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, try to say the most I wasn't going to say anything, Rob, but yes, we, we had noticed this. But, um, but like last, last night I listened, I listened to you on the radio yeah. and, um, yeah, I did, uh, as well, I want to say a couple of what Gaffer said and just say, you know, thanks for doing what you do, really. And, um, I know you don't like, I don't even know like the compliments, but you just take it, yeah. I'm taking it, I'm just, I'm sitting right. back and I'm taking it. And, um, yeah, so I got home last night and I stuck it on the telly. And then, like you, I've got a, I've got a little one, and uh, it's just like before I had kids, it didn't really bother me this type of thing. Yeah. But you know, I'm like a, I'm a grown man, and like yourself, I'd sat there and just like, just like, start, like weeping in the in the living room, and it's like bloody hell. Yeah. It gets you right in the in the feels, doesn't it? And it's um, yeah, it's tricky. I mean, I once, oh, I, I mean, know. once I had kid, once I had my first kid, I would cry at like McDonald's adverts. You know, anything yeah. would just like oh god. <laughs> oh, the guy's not seeing his kid, and it's terrible. Oh, I would go, uh, but but th- th- there is some. I, I I do think that had I not had kids, this is a really weird, impossible hypothetical to try and pursue. That this that what happened last night would still have a huge impact on me because it was little girls. Yeah. Little girls, the symbol of all that is clean and pure and untainted and yeah. devoid of sin and devoid of of any malice. Little girls, and I think I mean, for me that is what it is. That's what it's about. Massively, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, you spoke. To, was it sorry? Was it called was it Rashid earlier? Yeah. Um, I have a I have a little girl. And what I, what I love about children is that they don't they don't see. Um, gender or race or faith or beliefs or anything like that do they they're, they're just a blank canvas yeah yeah but i took my girl to nursery this morning like 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 i saw your tweet earlier i thought you know a pack in a lunchbox some people some people this morning they've dressed the clothes out yeah and their, their kids aren't gonna be wearing them yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, but like I said, I took it to the, sorry, No, I, no, no, but, yeah, but you're, you're right. When I came home and saw the, the boys' school uniforms laid out, and I just, yeah. I just touched them because they look, they look, first of all, they look tiny, <laughs> these tiny little shorts and these tiny little tops they wear. And I thought, I'm so blessed that I know that my two boys are upstairs asleep. Yeah. And, and for some families, hopefully, well, well, today more of them will have been reunited because mm. there was that confusion of about 50 kids that were at a holiday in. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 but, but, but for some people, they're, they're school uniforms are laid out and they ain't they're not going home no. they're never going home and, um, but, but no sorry well nope. there's a there's a muslim family who, who his child goes to our nursery yeah and it's, it's difficult because you you could almost see like a not a negative <laughs> do you know what i mean but like people people are almost wary to speak to them in case they, yeah. they were offending them or yeah and i i looked at the guy and because his, his daughter and my daughter get on really well i gave him a nod you gave me a wink. I mean, yeah, everything's all right, isn't it? But cause it's not—it's not the majority. It's a, it's a pathetic minority. Uh, it is, and, yeah. and they are scumbags, and they are murderers, oh. and they are cowards. And what I tell you, what doesn't make it worse mm. is is um, professional gobshites sounding off on their radio shows and yeah. their podcasts and their their Twitter feeds. Um, we are yeah. at war. There's, no, we need not. we need a final solution. One woman said, "A final solution." Yeah, Anyone, read your history books, guys, because that is that is p- straight out of the Nazi textbooks. It is, um, and I'm not in any way. And, I, just have to make this clear i'm not in any way equating what they have said 
with what that guy did last night. In any way, what he did, what he did was, was I- I- infinitely worse. Infinitely worse, okay? But what they're saying don't help. No. And uh, hopefully by doing this show and by doing the show last night and the show we do tomorrow and the one after that, hopefully, hopefully, just like one degree, if we can help one tiny percent and me, Kath and Ed, of, 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 of or, or here's the thing. We don't even want to have to improve it by one percent. As long as we don't make it worse by one percent, then we've done Absolutely. our job properly. That's it. If we don't make it worse by one percent or more, we've done our job. Yeah. I mean, just one more thing. Go on. Connery. Yeah. Is the best bun. I'll get right. Cut him off. Cut him. I'm not having that. Utter, utter. Don't come on here and 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 uh, listen. I will listen to a lot of people come on here and talk. Okay, um, but I, I will not allow people to come on and, and spout just absolute vile bullshine like that. I'm not having it. I'm not playing that game. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you're um, uh, 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 fans of Rumbles in the Jungle, um, make sure you're listening after these ads. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, if you used to listen to me about six, seven years ago, you will know uh, regular callers. But, but people mention regular callers: Barry and Vinny and um, Yasser and Andre was one. And Andre disappeared for about six or seven years, and then last night he called up. And he's back on the line now. Good evening, Andre. Who's uh, that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ian. Sa- Andre. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. yeah. Sa- uh, hello. Say hello. Oh, uh, uh, no, hang about here. What? Well, I was going to say, right? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I, I had to have a drink this morning, actually. I've got to have another drink. Oh, but gosh. Now, now, listen, oh, Andre, right? Andre, I thought you'd knocked all that yeah. on the head. No, Ian, what I was going to say to you, you know, yeah. um, Catherine? Yes. What's her vital skills in her job? <laughs> What's her vital st- skills? Say hello, job, yeah? say hello to Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, hello mate. Hello. All right, Paul, hello. who's that? <laughs> hello, Paul, who's that? Go on, uh, yeah, is hello. that Andre? Is it yeah. Peter Andre? Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, how do you know? Do you know him? No, but have you got a six-pack? <laughs> have I? Yeah. I think you might have drunk one. <laughs> yeah, a couple more like it, mate. Yeah. Well, well anyway, what I was going to say, uh, you know Roger Moore? Yeah. Did, did anyone ever go to, um, you know, in Common Garden, this is for all the listeners and anyone else who might be there, or the Bond experience about a year ago in Common Garden. The bondage experience? No, the Bond, B-O-N-D. Oh. Experience. With all the, in Covent Garden, yeah, he walks in there, massive great big offices, full of cars, motorbikes, all the stuff from James Bond films, yeah? Oh, it was blinding. He had all the stuff from all the uh, Bond films, yeah? Massive great big thing. Big, like museum, full of the stuff. And uh, you walk through, three, three levels of it, yeah? Yeah. You come out the other end, into a cat, there's even a pinball machine, James Bond pinball machine. Wow. Oh, excellent it was. Have you been there, Paul? No, can I say, though, I live quite close to, uh, as you know, Ian, I live quite close to Pinewood Studios, yeah? Yeah. Okay, this is an unknown fact about me. I once had a tiny role in a James Bond movie once. So you know about it, then, yeah? The Bond experience. Do you know what my character was called? So, uh, More Rogering. Yeah? All right. Nice one. You know, so you never went to the Bond experience in Common Garden, then? 
He didn't get it, did you? Never mind. I did, it just washed. But you know, okay. uh, so get in there, yeah, it's still on, I think. Still I know Covent Garden, yeah. Yeah, well, you go from the front entrance, all the way up there, three levels of it, all cars, motorbikes, etc., etc., as I said. Come out the back of it, and then you end up in Covent Garden itself. So you go one end and out the other. Really good. <laughs> About three quid to get in, best for them, three quid to spend in Covent Garden. You go in one end and out the other, do you? That's right, yep. <laughs> the building. Anyway, I thought I'd have a quick say on that, saying about Roger Moore. Rest in peace, brilliant, brilliant fella, yeah? Brilliant film, mate, film actor, really good, yeah? Okay, Ian, can it's I like say you were, you were asking about a song that Roger Moore might have done? There was, that has actually been released. Yeah, go on then, what is it? You look up on YouTube, Roger Moore... What's YouTube? The oh. <laughs> He's talking to the wrong person, mate. Right, Paul, yeah. listen, right, where's, where's Ian? Uh, I think he's given up, probably. Is Catherine there? No, she's... Okay. Can anyone look up Roger Moore Sings with the Animals on the Muppet Show? Yeah, I'll, I'll He released that up. as a song. Yeah, I'll have a look in my... Uh, in my... In my book of... Brilliant records, yeah? Have you not got an iPhone? Oh, what, sorry? No, I haven't got an iPhone either. What's that? No. I think Blofeld right, well, might nice be watching this. You. Yeah, I was hoping to speak to Ian, but nice to speak to you, mate. Yeah, have a good day, and uh, just take care and keep your pecker up and all that, yeah? Love you, mate. Go to bed safe. Cheers, Paul. And you, mate. See ya. Bye. Um, no, I don't know either. 0344-499-1000 is the um, telephone number. Boy, oh boy, didn't we need that last five minutes of radio. <laughs> didn't we need that last five minutes um, uh, as, as a little pressure release, a little valve there. <laughs> I've never heard two men talking who needed to cough so much they both had, had clarty throats didn't they They're clarty and they, they just needed to clear their throats very very strange it's an odd it's an odd old show tonight and it will be after what happened yesterday um we're not dwelling too much on it um uh, um but saying that we're also being respectful and we're certainly not ignoring uh, what happened yesterday i think that would be would be uh, would be um uh, rude to do that if there is any news of course as soon as we get it and as soon as we get it verified we will uh, there's an interesting chat with jason cundy's on the other station and he was going how come all the american tv networks and news networks were getting the news out 15, 20 minutes before Sky, and then another five minutes before the BBC. And it's an interesting one. They were, uh, and it's partly because what the BBC and Sky do to a certain extent is that they have to fact check it. They can't just come out. For example, right, there was a rumour going around um, last night that there was, um, that that, the hospital had been locked down. That wasn't a rumour that happened. But then there was a rumour going around that there was a man in the hospital with a gun, right? Now, um, uh, uh, had Sky or the BBC reported that, 
um, it, without verifying it, it just would have added to the fear and the scaremongering and it would have been very, very irresponsible. I believe that some of the American stations did report on that because they don't need to fact check. Now, it turned out that that was complete and utter bullshine. There was, there was no man in a hospital with a gun. It, it, isn't it interesting how these things kind of, you know, escalate and get turned into something big? So the reason that Sky and the BBC were 15, 20 minutes behind CNN and some of the other channels is because they fact-check. They, they they get told something, and then they go, right, can we can we get a, at least one more verifiable source on that, please, guys, before we before we take that to air? Because they don't... And also... I do think that the, 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 particularly those two channels last night were actually being very respectful of the Greater Manchester Police and what they were up to and were kind of holding back a little bit, which is um, which was, was good to see. Um, Dave! Hello, Ian. Hello, Dave. Just a call to let you know. Uh, I was listening last night, getting darker and darker, wasn't it, really? Yeah, that was all And I like you. I've, I've had that cry. I've, looked, I've thought about my kids. I just wanted to get home today. Yeah, yeah. Dave? Dave? Hang on a minute. Something's gone funny. Dave? I'll get Dave back. Get Dave back, because I was, I was, um, I was uh, interested in that. Steve? Hello, mate. I don't know what happened to Dave there. Dave disappeared into know. the black hole. He was getting, uh, getting to a good way then, wasn't he? Yeah, it was good, yeah. I was, I was keen to see where he was going with that. Go on, Steve. How are you doing? <laughs> Not bad, mate. I'm, I mean, I've calmed down since I've listened to you in the last half hour. Bless you. It's, uh, you know, I feel like you. You've been brilliant the way you've done this on the station, by the way. Thank you, but, mate. But uh, I felt the same because my son was in the guards and my dad was in the, uh, well, he was in the Paris. And um, he's got three little girls and a boy. Yeah. Uh, which are my grandchildren and my daughter. And uh, I was really upset this morning because I was at work. I'm at work now. Mm. So I heard it when it started. And um, I agree with you, Ian. I mean, like, you know, you can't point fingers and all that, but... It's got to be sorted in. It, it has got to be sorted because it, it, we can't li- we can't carry on like this and we can't no. live like this. No, Ian. No, because I mean, Ian. I don't want to sound like some old <laughs> goat going on, but like me old man and everything fought for everyone, like me and you to walk free in yeah. the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just feel gutted, Ian, because I mean, like this is it. Me worse. Like you said, and the others, because the kids—it it, it, it is the kids, isn't it? That I think yeah. that's the thing that—that's that, certainly what I was crying about last yeah, night. Me is, and all. Is the kids. Me and all. I mean, I was—I mean, babies. I had, your, I had your show on Ian, mm. yeah, and then I flicked over uh, just to listen to something else, and I wish I hadn't, because the little girl came on in, oh. in floods of tears. Yeah. Oh, mate, I, I listened to. I, I, I think I, I heard the same thing because I, I flicked over and they were talking to girls that were there. Little, you know. Yeah. I think the one that I heard was fourteen, oh, and I couldn't. Yeah, that's it. That I couldn't listen. I could no. not listen to her. I had to turn it off. Yeah. I, to, I mean, I, 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 do you know Ian? Like, uh, you, you obviously you're a London boy, are you? Well, uh, well, uh, <laughs> I'm a slough boy, but I pretend oh, I'm a well, London oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Don't laugh. That's where my dad's family come from. Is it whereabouts? Ballards. The Ballards. It was all the Ballards. Where, where, where did they grow? Where? They're in, uh, oh, gosh, she'll kill me, my auntie Pauline. You, you Slough Town Centre. Oh, yeah. 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 She's about, oh, gosh. She's not in, like, Chalvey or Sippenham or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, they was all down there. They, oh, all, all, all the dad's fa- <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've moved up the South Pole. Tell them I grew up on the Britwell Estate, and they'll have a good laugh at that. Oh my God! Yeah, All right, they'll have a good laugh at that. Oh. That was the roughest estate in Slough. 
<laughs> when I was a kid. And I used to get beaten up for being posh. Oh, my, my old man was a Battersea boy originally. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that and funny? Because my, my old man was from London, um, from s- s- South London way. And um, it, it was kind of the thing was to move out to Slough, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe it when they all went out there. Yeah. I mean, like, I've moved up north, as you might have gathered, yeah? I can I mean, tell South from the North. accent, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've moved up here, and, and sadly, one of the little girls that died there is from just round the corner. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone, you can imagine in Southport, is yeah, an absolute bitch. You know what I mean? Of course they are. But yeah. I agree with you, in. I mean, you've been brilliant. And I mean, I totally agree you 100% about pointing the fingers, but, but as we both just said... It's got to be sorted, Steve. God, somebody get hold of this and get hold of it quick, because yeah. it is going into a snowball. It, well, let, 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 let's, let's, let's back away from that a bit, because I don't yeah. want to scare people, but no, I totally no, no, take no, on board what you're saying. I don't, Ian. I no, don't, Ian. I take you on board what you're saying, and I've certainly yeah. considered that possibility today, Steve, definitely. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah I, mean, I mean, it's very, very sad, and I, like you say, I, you just can't put it in the words. No, I mean, no. when someone gets up in the morning, yeah, yeah, and decides, well, okay, hold on a minute. I think I'll go down to a yeah. concert and blow a load of kids I'll do, up. I'll do it. To, I'll do it today. And do you know that geezer that was speaking to you? Ian? Yeah. The one who was trying to say about the victim. Oh, in being a victim again. Yeah. But what an idiot! Well, I I, I disagreed very very strongly with, with what he was saying because that was that was rubbish. What, well, where was he? Yeah. Was he in another world as well? Steve, you're a good man. Yeah, and you, mate. And, and uh, you. it's nice to talk to you, mate, and we'll speak and again. And you, Ian. Thank you, Phil. Thanks, mate. Ta-ta. Thanks for that. He's right. He's right. It's got to end. I have... L- Someone tweeted me today, and I didn't know if they were being sarcastic or not. How do we stop this, Ian? I think that was a genuine question. I haven't got f- I haven't got the foggiest. I haven't got the foggiest. Um, wait, I think we've got Dave back. Are you there, Dave? I'm there. I lost you. I, d- oh, I know I you vanished. We, we we were getting all emotional. And I thought, oh, he's having he's having a, he's having another little weep. Oh no, he's gone. So- <laughs> but it's, it has been it has been a really sad day. Isn't it? I've been going into work today, listening to you last night. I think you you got the balance just right, and uh, tonight's just right as well. Mm. Well, thank it, you, it, mate. It, it, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it, I, I get exactly where you're coming from. You're thinking your kids. You're thinking. You know, this it could have been me. I mean, my my, my girl's seven, my boy's four. She's she could have been easily going to a concert with me. Yeah, and it could have been there. It could have been. And, us. and I've just started as a new as a new thing with the boys. You know, I think I've I've been to two with the youngest and four or five with the eldest. And I was kind of it's half term next week next week, and I was kind of looking at taking them to see Kiss of all bands at the O2. Um, and my well, it turns out my, actually my wife's going to be taking them away for a few days, so we couldn't have made it. But had we got tickets, I don't think I'd have gone, actually, next week, Dave. I don't think I'd have gone. And that's terrible. Mm, it is, it is. I mean, you can't... Uh, they, say you, they say you can't let it change. No. You, you do. You think about the risk. You weigh out what's just happened. We've just gone up to the highest security level. Yeah. Oh, and, and now is probably the safest time to be walking the streets probably. of this country. But because just, we've got more police yeah. out there. We're going to have more security. Yeah. Going to be, they're going to be thinking about exiting places more yeah. now, like they do at football. Yeah. You know, because you, you have more more crowd control at football than you do when you're exiting somewhere like the O2. Yeah, yeah. O2, if you ever come out of that place, it is always a mad rush to the car park and then three hours stuck in the car park waiting <laughs> out. <laughs> and I, that's, that's basically what that place is. I like, always, so. well, here's the thing, I always park at the furthest car park near the exit. And I, I, I make sure I, I, I get out. And I've got, I've got long legs, Dave. I can, I can do a very fast walk. 
Well, there's always Jubilee. There's always... I never get the... Ju- I mean, the O2, of all the... Pla- it, it, it's a nightmare to get to, the O2, isn't it? It, it really mm. is. It's a strange venue. But you, how yeah. are you feeling tonight, Dave? You're all right? You're going to get some... You're going to be able to sleep? Uh, it's, it's been a strange night here at home and all that, and um, the kids weren't behaving, so I couldn't actually... actually I had to discipline them, so I couldn't actually uh, mm. sort of uh, give them a cuddle, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly you, what you, you mean. You've got, to, you've got to be a dad at the end of the but, day. But, but, so, but, yeah. you disciplining them is also another way of you showing them love, because you're 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 dadding you're doing I'm your showing dad them what's, ex- what's expected yeah, what's expected you, you, they're you, meant to tidy their rooms they're meant to do these things you're, 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 you're be... doing your dad job and, and telling them off is horrible but sometimes that's what you need to do and that's that's you know i would rather have not done <laughs> <laughs> they can be how old are your kids i've got seven and four oh, i've got seven and five they can be little sods can't they but they uh, can they absolutely can. The, little, the little boy today ran away and hidden as does in the clothes <laughs> my wife was uh screaming dave are you at home now right here yeah, I am. I yeah, right. Are the kids asleep upstairs? Yes, I'm actually upstairs. I'm about to go oh, to bed. And put the phone the down. Put are... the phone down. Go in, just go in and watch them sleep for a couple of minutes. It's the, the best thing. I probably will. Go and I watch them will. sleep for a couple of minutes. Go on, Dave. I'll nice one, mate. I've got to move on. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. It is the best thing, honestly, just watching your kids sleep. Because everything is, oh, peaceful and at rest. Go and do that. If we've got the news coming on, go on upstairs and have a look at your kids sleeping. It's beautiful. 0344 499 1000. Um, late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, of course me and Kath are going to be in Manchester later on in the year, the end of July. I'll, I'll, I'll give out the details later in the week because I don't want to make it look like we're, we're doing it to push tickets. But, 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 um, we were there a few weeks ago and we had an absolutely brilliant time and we're going to have an absolutely brilliant time later on in, Ju- in July, I think it is. So I'm looking forward to going back to uh, Manchester. I love it there. Um, although, I mean, guys, someone needs to ch- chat to you about that. That is not gravy. That that thick, bovril-like muck that you pour on your on your pies, that is not gravy. I, I've got no idea what that is. But, um, Kat says, typed on my screen, shut your mouth. That, that ain't, that ain't natural <laughs> that stuff is not natural but um good evening if you're listening i don't know why i've gone all cockney all of a sudden uh this is late nights with ian lee on talk radio um we are um kind of just asking you to check in let us know how you're doing um because um it's been a lousy day a lousy 24 hours now 25 hours um and um it's all right to say i'm upset and i am annoyed and i'm angry or i am unmoved or uh, all of the reactions whatever reaction you've got even if it's no reaction is valid it's all valid it's all good what we're not going to do on this show is we are not going to contribute towards the hate okay and, and, and that isn't me i don't even feel i should say this but that isn't me in any way excusing Islamic extremism and Muslim terrorism, right? I'm not in any way excusing that. I'm not defending it. I'm not, you know, the, the, the people that do these things identify themselves as Muslims and they act out um, horrific, murderous acts. I'm not denying that for a second. Well, you, you can't deny that. What you, what you, you can say, though, is... Um, that their um, uh, interpretation of Islam is is twisted and is warped and is wrong. And um, 
I'm not going to say any more because I don't need to. I don't. I'm, I'm justifying myself to the idiots that are out there. But um, th- this show isn't about um, creating fear. It's not about um, uh, increasing the hate. It's just us as human beings just um, checking in and letting us know how you're getting on. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've thrown out there as well. Just if you want to, um, actors who act. Dustin Hoffman's an actor, isn't he? And I, I, I don't mean necessarily overact, but you can see them act. Now, one of my favourite films is um, Midnight Cowboy. Is that is that the theme to Midnight Cowboy? I know the theme to Midnight Cowboy is um, everybody's talking at me. Um, and in it, he plays um, a gentleman with a pronounced limp called Rizzo. Is it Rizzo? Or is Rizzo in Greece? Ratso. Ratso, isn't it? Um, and he's good in it. He's brilliant, but he's acting. You can really see the join. Um, Al Pacino, another one, really acts. Really, you can see the acting. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Actors who really act. Let's go to Julie. Good evening, Julie. Good evening, Ian. Is that the, do you know the theme tune to Midnight Cowboy? Um, do you know the movie Midnight Cowboy? I've heard of the movie Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good film. I mean, it's bleak. And I think the theme tune goes... It's like, no, see, all I'm thinking now is um, the song Midnight Rambler, which is completely different. How does Midnight song. Rambler go? Um, <laughs> you gotta first keep on something. Oh no, she's you're si- da, 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 da. I've got one more silver dollar. Oh, you're actually singing properly. You're doing proper. You're doing proper singing now. I feel a bit embarrassed. <laughs> I always get embarrassed <laughs> when people do proper singing. <laughs> Not That's not Midnight Rambler. Isn't Midnight Rambler? Well, they call me the Midnight Rambler. Oh, and I come there to bow down. You're singing You Can't Always singing. Get What You Want. No, I'm, I'm singing because I've got one more silver dollar. But they ain't gonna come and stop me now. They ain't gonna come and stop the Midnight Rambler. You're singing... Um, right, you're then? singing, midnight. just kiss me, <laughs> by four pence none the richer. That's what you're singing. <laughs> so, and kiss me. I don't know what I'm singing, to be honest. Man alive. Yeah. Man alive. Um, but I wanted to try not to check in. Yes. I was, I was, I was not doing very well at all today. Yep. And, um, I found that my, the problem that I had was that I, I'm very passionate about music. And I'm a mum of two uh, teenagers, and the fact that music's supposed to bring people together, yeah. and had I struggled a lot today. And on a, um, a group chat with some uh, female friends of mine that I've known all my life, I kind of said, Do "You know what? I'm struggling today. Yeah. I- I'm really struggling." And I got a bit of flack from them saying, "Oh, it's an attitude like that. You can't let them win." Blah blah blah. Oh. And I felt I found that I was. I felt a bit berated by yeah, them. Yeah, no, and, that's, there's no, there's no, um, there's no shame in admitting you're struggling. Do, do you know what I mean? And, and that's what I would just say that when I just um, phoned up uh, and spoke to Kath, I said that 
actually, I haven't listened to your show for the last, you know, hour and a half or two hours or whatever. I should feel a bit better because it's, it, in a way, it's nice to hear that other people are struggling as well because you don't want to feel like you're the only person who is struggling, especially kind of being... I've got no links to Manchester, yeah. apart yeah. from the fact that I've got teenage kids and I think it's a senseless kind of yeah. waste of life. But I, I really appreciate it because I kind of felt, do you know what, it's okay, it's okay for me to feel... Yeah, of course it is. Um, ...out of sorts. And I feel kind of, especially having the I've had so many people, Julie, on Twitter today, m- yeah. men and women, mainly men, but men and women just saying today has been awful for them. And they, yeah. I, had so, I had so, a woman, um, um, who I can't remember her name, tweeted me saying she was going to bed at half six. She said, I've just given up on today. I'm going to bed at half six. Mm. Um, and, yeah. and people telling me they were, they've been crying and people telling me that, so we had a tweet here. So text, someone texted in saying they, they, they took the day off work and took the kids out to the, to the beach or something. They took the kids off and did something mm. with that. I tell you who, um, you have to phrase everything. In, in, in the year 2017, Julie, with mm-hmm. sound bites and editing and Twitter and things, you have to phrase yeah. everything so carefully. I was about to say, yeah. do you know who I feel sorry for? And people have gone, oh, he feels more sorry for that person than the victims. And mm-hmm. the... No, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Let me say, I've got, to, I've got to phrase this really precisely. Yeah. Okay, so it's not taken out of context. Mm-hmm. One person who mm-hmm. I feel um, um, quite sorry for and who I don't think has been mentioned much today... Mm-hmm. is Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Because um, she didn't see it happen. She wasn't injured. Um, I don't think that anybody that worked with her would have been there, so so certainly weren't injured or killed. But she's a kid. Well, she, she's 23, 22, 23. Yeah, she's young. She's 23. I mean, huge. Been, been doing this for years. Huge selling artist. And I got, I got the size of the arena wrong last night. I was saying it was 13,000. It's about 21,000, right? Yeah. 21,000, mainly kids, had, had paid, you know, top dollar to go and see her. And at the end of her concert, 22 kids died and 50 were injured. Kids, the parents as well. I keep saying 22 kids died. We don't know the breakdown <laughs> of that. But, um, yeah. 22 souls weren't going home and, and 50 was, was, was seriously injured. And... Even though it's not, of course, it's not her fault, and it's, 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 you know, she must feel some weight of responsibility, absolutely, on her on her twenty three year old shoulders. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with you. But I, I heard that the worst thing ever today when I popped into. I only literally only went out the house to go to the petrol garage to pick up some. Food because I, just, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to face anybody. Yeah. And I had the worst thing. And you know when you hear something so awful, you're not yeah. sure whether or not to laugh or not. Yeah. So I heard some old. She was quite an elderly woman. Yes. And she's obviously read about it. And she said, "Well, she said at least they got to get here the whole of the concert." <laughs> wow! 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 I mean, g- I know. And I, I, I to gosh. Be honest, at that point, I couldn't even say no. A- a- anything, but you know, this is like I, I, I just need to get home right now because yes, the you made the right on the berserk choice. I, 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 I just wanted to say thank you for airing people's um, calls that are saying, "Yeah, do you know what? I, I've been really upset, yeah. but it's that's helped me to kind of not feel like Good. I'm um, alone." Good, Julie. Thank you very much indeed. That's what we're doing. Um, 
I did, I mean, that's an incredible, I'm laughing because it's such an incredibly outrageous thing to say. And of course that woman meant no ill when she, I'm sure she meant no ill when she said that. And I'm sure that she thought she was saying a comforting thing. I don't know. I did start to get into, um, two Twitter arguments. I think when someone defended the phrase, um, a final solution, we need a final solution tweeted some overpaid um horrible obnoxious person and um someone i started getting an argument with someone and i just went i'm not interested muted then there was another argument i started to get into and i just went ah, i'm not bothered and then i tweeted i tweeted oh i tweeted because I, I, I was watching some ariana grande because i didn't i don't know her music and so I watched some of her video. I wish she'd put on more clothes. I, female pop stars, put on more clothes, please. Um, but I quite enjoyed it. It wasn't really my thing. It was a little bit too electronic-y and dancey. But I quite enjoyed it. I thought they were good pop songs. I can see why she's a huge star. She's beautiful, um, and she's got she's got some voice on her, and the songs are, you know, they're, they're like catchy pops. They're like Beyonce-like, you know. And I tweeted that, and someone replied... Well, of course, she's most famous because in a in a diva strop, she once said she wishes all her fans would die. I don't know if that's true or not. I just thought, why, why would you send that? Why would you send that to me? All I did was write, oh, just listening to Ariana Grande. I think I think she's a she's a pretty good pop song. Her songs are all right. Because she she's famous because she wished that all her fans. Why? Why are you doing that? Why are you why are you spreading the the the, the negativity, spreading the hate? So I blocked that person. Then I felt bad, bad, bad about blocking them. So I unblocked them and muted them. And then I went back. I'm <laughs> obsessed about these things. And then I went back about two hours later and read their timeline. I thought, ah, do you know what? Nah, I don't, I don't want you following me. <laughs> it was just it was just a, on the wrong side of obnoxious. I thought, nah, I'm, I'm blocked. And, and, and I blocked. Ray and Pablo, stay there. Come to you after this. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here we go. This is the midnight. And it turns out he's, he is, I was right. It's, he's called Ratso Rizzo. So, this is a bit of music, isn't it, huh? Good film, Midnight Cowboy. Bleak. Have you seen it, Kath? Bleak. You want a bleak? Um, I always like to watch it and imagine it's the sequel to The Graduate. It's a great film, really bleak. You want two bleak films? Watch this, followed by Marathon Man. Ay, ay, ay. And then someone's just sent me a link. I'm talking about actors that act, Al Pacino. And someone sent me a li- link to an Al Pacino film that I've never heard of. Apparently, does a Cockney accent in it. Shall we have a listen? I've not listened to this. Let's hover over the dump button. This is got a potty mouth, Pacino. Ray and Pablo, I'll come to you in a minute. Here's uh, Al Pacino doing a Cockney accent. Here we go. I'm in with Hancock's the trainers. I'm in with Hancock's the trainers. That's what he said, right? Look, right. He got me by the elbow. See, Ray? Messing about. Moving the flesh about on it. I was just going in. I had my three and six ready, right, when he come up to me. <laughs> I'm in with Hancock's, the trainers, and I'll give you two. Two for the third race. Come on, you just make it. 
So I pulled out this inordinately large sum of money, which he immediately grabbed, you see, right? And he'd give me two. Hermosa of Selzden as number one and Polish Otto. Hermosa of Selzden, right? Do it on a tote, he said. Do it on the forecast. So I went in and I shelled out 10 shillings on Hermosa of Selzden and the other dog, right? I come back outside again, see how the betting was going? Hermosa of Selzden is 10 to 1. I've never heard it. That, that's worse than um, Dick Van Dyke, isn't it? That is... Hang on, a bit more, a bit more. Right. This is Al Pacino doing a cockney. I don't know why. This guy instilled faith in me, right? I don't know why. Anyway, fanfares blew. They brought them out. This fellow I went with said, There's yours. There's your dog, Hermosa of Selston. Oh, so my. It really is an absolute stinker. What do you make of that, Pablo? Um, quite the, uh, quite the accent. That is, inc- that is incredible. Anyway, what yeah. you got for us, boss? Um, well, I've, uh, started my parental leave this week, so, um, I'm off with the kids for three months. Wait a minute, what do you, hang, what, what, what do you mean? What's point of leave? Uh, parental leave. Oh, right, okay. So it's, it's basically what, what was previously maternity leave. Okay. Okay, yes. Oh, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, grand. Um, obviously, with uh, recent events, we kind of had a bit of a, a quiet Play-Doh-based morning this morning. Um, but uh, then went out for lunch and off to school and then for a wander. All relatively nice day. Yeah. How are you feeling now? Um, well, all right. I mean, it, it, obviously, it, it, it's sad to say that it's kind of uh, starting to become, you know, you, you're kind of uh, used to it in a way, and that you've, you've kind of developed a coping mechanism or, uh, well, the coping mechanism is a bit extreme. Obviously, I'm, I'm not connected to it in any way. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you kind of, you know, stiff up a little, carry on type of thing. Yeah, I, I know what you mean by that. Because I, 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 I'm not becoming used to it, and I, and you said that, and I don't know if you meant that that exact. I, I, I'm certainly not becoming used to it. I mean, I, I, yes, when it happens in Baghdad, or it happens in you know in Spain, or it happens in Nigeria, there is a certain amount of um, well, it's happening over there. It's many many miles away. It doesn't really impact me. But the, but, but 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 there was something about last night. That um, that was very very raw for me personally. I'm speaking for me. That's all I can do. There was something about it that was very very raw, and um, I don't. I, I I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not used to it. <laughs> I don't yeah, feel no. used to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Now, when I say used to it, I mean yeah. I'm, to be to be fair, I mean to a degree, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I mean what I say, but also. It's more the case of um, obviously they're aware of the fact that the point of these acts are to create terror, so to speak. So if you react in like an extreme way, one way or the other, yeah. you're essentially you know giving in to the the concept that you know the they've the taken a you know the whole kind of bombing idea and they're using warfare and transferred it to peaceful 
countries, and obviously that's something that. Uh, but equally, it's you know it's generally just somebody who's probably got some sort of mental health problem who's just got access to the internet. Right. Can well, find out these things. I, let, let, let's get technical for a second. Um, there was an expert on. I listened to PM today because I need. I, there were two soothing voices that I needed to hear today. One was James O'Brien, and one was Eddie Mayer. And they had an expert on on PM on Radio Four, and he said to make the device that would have been used, it's really, really complicated. You know, the instructions are online, but actually, it is a really, really complicated thing and that is why you don't see it more because it takes a lot of skill and patience and 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 uh, the, the technical knowledge to be able to 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 construct a, a a device like that which um now of course mentally ill people can have skill and can have knowledge and can follow instructions and and, and step-by-step instructions um but um uh i i, I don't know if i, I mean, we don't know enough about the the murderer oh, to know you know no what? no definitely not but i mean i mean it's not a fair comparison to make but i mean obviously a, like a, a 13 year old irish teenager can take down the fbi or you know it, it takes certain people yeah. with you know who are, who are closed off who, who've got a particular yeah. interest in a subject and if those people are targeted or in some way you know fished in by a, a certain ideal whether it's right wing left wing or, or whatever you know they, they might fixate on something whether that's the intention of the people or obviously in ISIS's case it is the intention um but obviously the detail that they've given it was completely inaccurate and they're taking credit for it so obviously they're just waiting for something to happen for them to take credit that's their you know they've passed on an ideal they don't necessarily have any kind of uh, direct contact with people they're more of a you know yeah. an ideal which is well, I think more of a reason why not to you know try and you know pass on best wishes and concerns to everybody involved, but equally to kind of, you know, let's let let's try and help help the people affected and try and move on and yes. Be, yes. Be more united in in facing things like this in the future. Yes, 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 yes. Oh and um um Hitch uh, not Hitchcock, um Anthony Hopkins. Oh uh, yes, an actor that acted Magic, specifically, in my mind. Magic is um, a terrible film. I remember, oh, I love Magic. That's the one Magic about the, the ventriloquist dummy that kills him or something, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it's either the ventriloquist dummy or it's himself with, like, a mental break. But it's, uh, it's great just the, the conversations he has between himself and the dummy. I think they're excellent. Yeah. And uh, I suppose uh, extra credit to Tom Hardy and Locke. I tell film. you what, I, um, <clears throat> I only discovered it today because I had half an hour. I, I, I didn't get my, I got a couple of three hours sleep last night took the kids to school I thought I can go back to bed for, and so I couldn't sleep c- couldn't sleep because it was all whirring around in your head as it does um but I, so I laid in bed for a bit and then I sat up in bed and did a bit of work on my computer and then after a couple of hours I thought oh, I might as well just get up and I had half an hour before I had to go and pick up the youngest from school and I, I put on Netflix and I, I couldn't see anything I fancied couldn't see anything so I took a punt and I started watching Inside Number Nine. Have you seen that? Oh, I've seen all of them. Yeah, yeah, they're great. It, now, because I'm not a massive fan of League of Gentlemen, and I knew that there were kind of connections and stuff, but I watched the first one. I was blown away by it. It was absolutely incredible. 
they're all great. They're all like individual homages yeah. to different things in horror uh, throughout the ages, whether it's TV or film or a concept or an yeah. idea. And they they are stunning. And it's Reese Shearsmith and Steve Pemberton. And I, I, I don't know Steve, but I've I've been at a couple of things. That, I remember he, kind of bumping into him almost literally in, in Muswell Hill when I lived there, and we had a really awkward chat because I've been at a, a, something else with him. But I tweeted them both saying, I've, I've only just discovered this. Bravo, gentlemen. And I, I don't think I've met Reese before. Reese does very good interviews. He doesn't like uh, negative criticism. There's a podcast called a, a Bit of a Chat with Ken Plume. Right. And he often, I don't know how, he, I think he's like a Canadian bloke who's involved in Doctor Who or interested in Doctor Who, but he, he oh. seems to do interviews with a lot of British comedians. And he's interviewed Rishi Smith a few times, and there are a couple of hours of pop. Uh, and uh, Rishi Smith, like the concept of a top ten list of inside number nine, the fact that there's a top ten annoys him because it, oh. it means that there's one of them is ten times worse than one yes. of them oh, gosh. in somebody's mind. But well, it, it's funny. I got all excited because I tweeted him saying, "Oh, nice one! It's, it's, this is brilliant!" And he replied to me. I was like, "Oh, Rishi Smith has replied to me!" Woo-hoo! I got all excited like a fanboy. Imagine, imagine, Pablo. Oh, it'll be excellent. I mean, the, the man's a comedy curmudgeon. He's uh, good, good. That's what we want. Thank you, Pablo. Let's go to Ray. Yes, Ray? Hi, good evening. Good evening. Uh, I think you used a, a really good word uh, a little bit earlier, and it was raw. Raw. It's a really good word to describe the last 24 hours. Ray, can I, can I, are you on speakerphone? No, no, I'm not. So you can go in and out as well. I'm just on my mobile. Oh, but flipping it. Have you got... <laughs> I don't want to say... Because I know we're about to talk about something quite heavy. Are you? Have you got a rubbish mobile? <laughs> I don't think it's an iPhone. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, is it a recent one? Was it iPhone 3? Where, where, no, all right. That's no, fine. It's, I can understand you. It's just... It's cheap skate. It's I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I know you, you, you phoned into what you phoned to talk about. Go on. Uh, raw. Yeah. The, 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 I think it is a good word, isn't it, for this? Just, just for reasoning, um, they targeted kids. And that's what I can't get beyond. Because mm. um, I, I, I was working during 77. I was a policeman for 17 years. And, uh, that was tough to actually sort of be involved and engrossed in that. And nothing has ever happened like this before, I, I don't think, certainly in this country, where no, no. they've gone out to target children. Yeah. Because that's what it was. It was a, a concert by a 23-year-old girl targeting kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they've gone to a new low, really, in my opinion, uh, and, and just dreadful. So if, if people... I find it very difficult if people weren't affected by what's happened uh, in the last 24 hours. Um, but, you know, some people it might not affect them for a couple of days. Some people it might not affect them at all. Being, being completely honest, it might not. And that's absolutely fine as well. I'd never judge anyone yeah. for not. But, um, have you got kids, Ray? Yeah, see, I've got two teenagers. And I, I, I really like criticising the media because they've obviously got a job to do. But I've been sort of, sort of dipping into the media in and out today. I, I really, really do think they've got it wrong when they try to interview kids on telly. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I think it's wrong. Uh, especially if they were there. Yeah. And, and also, if you're a 15 or 16-year-old and you've come out of it and you've survived and they get a chance to go on telly, they're going to say yes. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I honestly think, you know, Sky or whoever, you know what, I don't think it's quite right. 
I would. I think I would agree with you that I, even if the parents give consent, um, I, 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 I would agree that it is probably not the best thing to to to, to allow. And I saw. I did see a couple of young girls. Um, one of them looked like um, Patsy Palmer. We commented on um, being interviewed. Now I don't. I'm assuming they're at the concert. I don't know where they were or what they saw. You know. Uh, so I, I don't quite know their involvement. But I, I did think they just. They are just babies. You know. They're babies. Absolutely. Yeah. Even for, even if you're 15, 16, still just babies. And you're right. I think I I I, I think that, that that they should be off limits. Yeah, I've got to say though, you know, and I know a lot of people said it already. UCAS, uh, and I know Ed doesn't always get mentioned. I think it's pitched right. You know, he's done a marvelous job yesterday because I was listening last night and the show got off to a ridiculously good start. It was just it was just on fire. It was a corker, wasn't it? <laughs> It was, and then it just, and this sort of happened an hour in. Yeah. I thought, how do you then go from that brilliant first hour of just mayhem to then, you know, to that happening? And, and I just thought you, you pitched it completely right. Thank and just you. thought, hang on, we have got to sort of acknowledge this and, and change change the gear. And I, I, I think you've dealt with it brilliantly because I, I don't honestly think everyone has got it right. No. Because again, I, I think that if there's too much coverage, those, the buggers, they, they sort of win because yeah. that's what they want. They want it to be on TV 24 hours a day yeah. and, and it's, it's not, not a good thing. Uh, so I think, and the call earlier between Paul and Andre. Was just <laughs> we, need, we all needed that, didn't we? The country needed <laughs> that. <laughs> they sound identical, Ray! They sound identical! How is that possible? <laughs> it's fine, but it's a pure nonsense. That's brilliant. That, that just Perfect. excellent. I hope the reader are still listening. They, they don't take that rockly. Well, and I, I, and I, I again, I say, well, my, my my boss Danny and we had a we did have a very. Um, we locked horns today, but the fact that he lets me do this kind of stuff and he, he on a, on an evening like that, it, and he's I've got his full support. So God God bless him and God bless Talk Radio and um, uh, Ray, you're a, you're a good man and thank you for your years of service and um, I hope you get. Can some I just say tonight. one more thing? Yeah, go on, mate. Of course you can. Uh, just very quickly, I went to a charity gig last week. Yeah, a uh, comedy gig, and it was about six or seven acts on, headlined by. The wonderful Bob Mills. Oh, brilliant Bob Mills. Yeah, yeah, Sunday night, 7 um, o'clock. But, but, but there was another guy on. Yeah. And I don't know if you've interviewed in the past. And if you have, please don't say he was rubbish. But if you haven't, I'd love you to get him on. And he's in his 80s now. And he came on and did a couple of comedy songs. Barry Cryer. Oh, do you know what? We tried to... Um, I, I think we tried to get Barry Cryer. And I... I uh, or maybe I'm confusing them with Bernard Cribbins because we did have Bernard Cribbins. Cass, Cass nipped out, so I can't look at her for a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Um, yeah, we, I, I thought we tried to get Barry Cryer, and I will I will investigate that Ray. And and and, and if he if if we didn't and he or he, he didn't say no, we will pursue him. No, you're absolutely right. I mean that he's worked with everyone. He's that fella. He's written for Tommy. He's written for Tommy Cooper, Yeah, Bob Hope. Oh, everyone. You you you, you think of a comedian? I think he's ri- ri- wrote for Richard Pryor as well at some point. Yes, he, he did. And I was with a friend that I took to the rabbit hole in London last and she said, who's this guy? I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, and I-, I could listen to him all night and he was great. They came on and did a couple of silly songs but they were absolutely brilliant and he's probably in his mid-80s now. He's got to be. He's got to be. I- I- he's- Kath, did we try and get Barry Cryer on? 
We get, go go on the microphone for a second. So, we, we, um, th- I I thought I'd suggested it, but but I've not. Ray has made an excellent suggestion that we um uh, w- that we have a go at getting Barry Cryer on. I don't. Th- I might have, but I certainly didn't get anything back. Let me uh, try again. Try again. And where did we get oh, to with dude. where did we get to with Bernard Cribbins? Well, that was going to happen. Wasn't it was going to happen, and then he was ill. No, Roy Hudd was ill. What happened? Oh, I remember. They, what, they tell us to jog on? No. I kept having to sort of jog his management, and she said, yeah, well, I'll just check with him again and come back to you, and she never did, but... Give him one more jog. Okay. Because Cribbins, and I'm, I'm happy... <laughs> I'm going to... Roger McGough, on June the 8th, ele- uh, election day, when I'm not in, because they won't let me do a grown-up show, um, I'm off to meet Roger McGough for, for lunch. Tell you who Such I did hear from today. <laughs> go, yeah, go on. Kelly Monteith. Hey! Yeah, so I'm asking him about next week. He's going to come on, and Robbie Vincent was going to come on this week, but he got in touch and said, maybe I should come on next week, when things have calmed down a little bit. So we got some good acts going. Ray, um, uh, Barry Cryer is on the list. Emails are being sent right now. Keep up. Cheers, cheers. Thank you very much, Ray. There we go. That's how it works. You got a good suggestion? Let us know, and we'll go for it. If it's a rubbish suggestion, we will tell you. Uh, uh, last twenty-five minutes of the show, no calls lined up. So if you want to give us a call now, would be an excellent time. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, um, we'll have a little. We've got no calls lined up. If you want to call in, you're more than welcome to. Um, here's a story. Here's a story, and and you, you, I, I'm constant. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, I'm constantly. Um, I, I, I'm a big fan of mediums, right? Because it's just such wonderful bullshine. <laughs> it really is. And I constantly... I, it's an open invitation. I make it every few months, and I have done for the last 12 years. If you're a medium and you can do it, come on the show and do it. Come on the show and do it for me. Remember once... Uh, absolutely. I've told this story before. We had a psychic come in. And um, it, 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 psychic came in. And uh, he was a young lad, and he he said, well... I said, what are you getting now? He said, well, you're in a relationship. I said, yeah. He said, yeah. In the next six months, it's going to come to an end. That day, I'd bought an engagement ring. <laughs> and we went to record, and I said, mate, you are so off the mark there. I, I, I've bought an engagement ring. We're going to Japan in a couple of weeks. I'm going to propose to her. Oh, right, right, right. We came back from the record. What are you getting now? Well, I may have been wrong before. I, I've got a feeling that your relationship is actually going to take... I was thinking it's a downward, but actually it's a more positive... And I'm thinking, I just told you what I'm going to do! You absolute scumbag! Anyway. Not saying that this guy's a scumbag. Um, Where is it? <laughs> this, this guy one of my favorite things and it's a cruel thing i can be cruel one of my favorite things is looking at young people who um are who, whose hair is important to them 
but you can tell that they're going to be bald. Do you, you know what I mean? There is a certain type of young person, their hair is obviously a very big thing for them, and they make, they, you know, they, they've dyed it or highlighted it. But you can tell that, um, it's not necessarily receding, there's just something about it you think, yeah, you're going to be bald in 20 years, mate, and, and you're going to have to totally rethink the importance of your hair. This fella, I'm showing people on the periscope. This fella is going to be bald. He's, he's only 21. He's going to be bald by the time he's 40. Do a little bit of hair magic. A Hollywood clairvoyant has offered to help Kate and Jerry McCann find out if missing daughter Madeline is still alive. I mean, these scumbags. They, people like this are scumbag here's the thing though but the police when they get like you know murders or missing people do they still do this this was a thing in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s right this was genuinely a thing the police would use psychics they would use psychics now they must have had a certain success rate with that method otherwise they wouldn't have kept doing it this was a known thing i'm not making this is a known thing <clears throat> tyler henry is in huge demand after putting stars including the kardashians eva longoria and janice dickinson wow in touch with deceased relatives oh here we go last week Last week, the TV medium delivered a message to US rapper Bobby Brown from late ex-wife Whitney Houston and their tragic daughter, Bobby Christina. I mean, that is messed up. I tell you what you also used to get in the 70s and 80s. You don't get it now. Um, The people that were possessed by John Lennon and, and John Lennon wrote a song through them. Did we, we looked these up on YouTube once, didn't we? Let me see if I can find it. Um, I don't know how to, t- well, I don't know what to type in. Song written by dead Lennon. I, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know um, what you, um, song written by Man possessed by Lennon. Um, um, no, 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 no. I can't find. Well, maybe someone, if, if someone's listening, you can you can tweet the thing. But you used to get that a lot. A lot of people go on TV. And say, yeah, I'm, I'm um, possessed by John Lennon, and I've uh, written a song, and it goes like this. Well, you say I'm just a jealous guy, but you imagine that to be a lie. Uh, now the 21-year-old, he's a baby, says he is willing to help the McCanns find out what happened to Madeline. She disappeared in Portugal in May 2007 and has never been found uh, I, I mean the actual nerve of um this guy 
is incredible. I, I tell you what we're going to do. Can we listen? Can we listen to him talking to Bobby Brown? Is that is that woefully out of um, place? Here we go. This is um, here we go. I have a woman coming through, having me talk about. Oh no! Hang on a minute. Why is that's um, um, what is that? That's um, Siri. <laughs> Why is Siri doing it? Um, gosh, look at Bobby Brown! Oh my goodness! Hey guys, welcome back to Holly Scoops Just Saying. I'm Heather Gardner. I'm Stephanie Gray! And today we have a very, very special guest. <laughs> he is the Hollywood medium and season two premieres tonight on E! Tyler Henry. Oh my Woo! God. Oh, thank you guys for having me. No, I'm thank so you for being here. here. We were fanning out so yeah. bad <laughs> knowing that you were coming today. Oh my gosh, well I'm so happy. It's I awesome. watched season one and FYI, you guys, I was not a believer yeah. until I watched his show and now season two is coming and i can't freaking wait I'm so excited. now if people don't know who you are which i feel like at this point you're on <laughs> i don't know he's a, he's a bullshine merchant you seen bobby brown now yeah um tyler said i know about their case i've heard about madeline mccann i would be open to meeting with the family for a million dollars for 10 million dollars he doesn't say that but he added, I always have to navigate and handle these cases carefully. You could end up delivering news that this person may have passed, and this can be devastating. I mean, Hollywood Medium with Tyler Henry, Henry is available to stream and download Thursdays on the channel Hey You. <laughs> Spelt H-A-Y-U. Hey You. <laughs> hey You. <laughs> um, we've got a break, haven't we? We've got a break? Yeah, let's have a break. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Well, Julie sent us a link. This isn't. This is not the person who was possessed by John Lennon that I was thinking of. But she sent us a link. Voicesfromspirit.com. Um, John Lennon's new songs from heaven. <laughs> A list of songs ch- channeled through speaker Linda J. Poley that were written by the spirit of John Lennon, brackets formerly of the Beatles. All rights reserved. None of the lyrics or the audio files may be copied without the precise consent. Um, click on the underlined titles to read the lyrics of the songs. Oh, well, where do we hear the songs? Here's one. Yes, written November the 8th, 1999. That's 19 years uh, after John Lennon was murdered. A positive thinking type of song, encouraging people in the spirit realm not to give up and that people in the material world would change their ways and hear them. Here we go, here we go. This is it. This is written by John Lennon in 1999. You ready? This is... uh, Let's have some of this. Will we all be together by and by? We must make no doubt about it. We'll all stand up and shout it. Or we'll all be together by and by. We will overcome the darkness here with love. We will show the world there's still hope from above. When the people all stop praying, we'll tell them what we're saying. Hang on. Or we'll overcome here with Hang on, I recognise that song. It's this, isn't it? Will we 
It's more shags than Lennon. It's definitely more shags than Lennon. It's definitely more shags than Lennon. Let's have one more of those songs. Um, there's one, and it's a guy that did it. And it's it's an all right song, but it's obviously just a rip-off of a John Lennon song. And they've done that thing where they've kind of phased the vocals slightly so he, and made him sound a bit nasally, so that it's got that kind of double-tracked vocal, so it's and it's strumming of the guitar, you know, that he would do. And it sounds like that. Um, um, here's one called Where Has Our Sunshine Gone? Let's listen to this by John. Let's see when when John wrote this. He wrote this December the 6th, 1999. So a very fertile year for the deceased John Lennon, 1999. Here we go. Oh, hang on a second. There we go. Please turn on a light. Oh, where is our sunshine? Yes, guys. Yes. I don't want to face another cloudy day. That fit. He was. He wasn't very good at lyrics towards the end. Uh, Do you know what that one could be? Who? Who am I to say? Who am I can to say? Um. Um. I wish I could think of that name. Of that guy, because it's a decent, it's a decent song. How long? Give me an out time. We've got about six minutes left. So, um, what would I, uh, um, indulge me, dear listener. I know a man Googling stuff isn't the, the best listening experience, but I've got six minutes and 20 seconds. Man who, uh, channeled John Lennon to write a song. Because I remember it being a half decent song. Um... Why would you... No, that's not helping at all. Someone tweeted it. Someone tweeted me it. Um, uh, Here we go. Here we go. John Lennon's Peace by Brad Stanfield. Thank you, Paul. Thank you very much, Paul. Here we go. This is it. This is it. This is it. Did this song actually come from the spirit world? Now, you can decide for yourself. I'll tell you the answer. No. right it was sent to an indian lad and it's translated from the indian kath's waving her the the phone uh, the light on a mobile phone they did that at the beach boys it looked incredible and the boys were loving it waving the phone anyway kath do us a favor brad stanfield um see if he's still alive if not can we channel him if he is alive <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> has he had any other songs from John? Can we get him on one night, please? That's what we need to do. Mr. Brad Stanfield, thank you to Paul who uh, who uh, 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 found that. It is appreciated. And um, it certainly is um, something. Happy birthday, Cher! How old is she? 71. And she's worn the outfit that she wore back in the day when she was um, still very, very old. I love Cher. How can you knock Cher? She's, she is absolutely fantastic, isn't she? What? A, I mean, I, I've not heard her sing recently. I don't know if she's still got the voice. But even if she hasn't, don't matter. She had a voice. What? What a woman. What a wonderful woman. Pick a paper, any paper. She's in all of them. Cher turns back time. Star 71 shows off her hot bod. Cher flashed the flesh as she was honoured at the Billboard Awards with an Icon Award. The 71-year-old sing. What's under her, her, under her wigs? Is it bald? Would it be bald? She, she's, she's, she's got the big like the afro sort of wig and then she's got then she's got like a sort of egyptian wig on but i wonder if there's what's under there um, the 71 year old singer performed a few of her hits in some skimpy outfits she showed off her amazing body in a sheer beige leotard under an ultra-revealing 1920s-style flapper dress as she performed her hit believe Leaving the stage while the audience watched her film of her greatest achievements, she returned in her iconic black bodysuit from her heyday. Well, you say her heyday. She's had, like, four heydays. She's had so many different heydays. Cher donned a black curly wig and knee-high black boots and completed the look with a black biker jacket as she sang 1970 hit If I could turn back time 1978? That wasn't 1978, for goodness sakes. Fact check! I would say... I would say turn back time... Oh, well, I'd say 88. I'd say 88. I don't think it was 90s. That's the one where... 88, I'm going to say, because that was when she was um, on top of that um, cannon protruding from between her legs. And that would have been when I was at school. I'm going to say 88. Am I correct? Am I correct? 89. Oh. But I was I was the closest and I didn't go over, so I win a prize. It was almost identical to the outfit she wore in a Wembley Arena performance in 1992. She said... I've wanted to do what I do since I was four. I've been doing it for 53 years. Meanwhile, Piers Morgan... That's what that Muppet thinks. Um, well, it looks like we've made it once again. Yes, it looks like we've made it to the end, dear listener. Thank you very much for your indulgences. Thank you for um, uh, playing. Thank you for phoning up and enjoying yourself. Um, do remember, my listening figures are absolutely terrible. So <laughs> if you've got friends or family or um, people that you, you think might like this or um, might tolerate it, 
um, d- d- tell them and retune their car DABs and their hu- the DABs they've got by their bed and in their kitchen and get them to download the app on their um, smart telephones and um, for God's sakes, do, do all that you can. Um, listen, the last 24 hours have been absolutely rubbish and I suspect that they're going to be a bit more rubbish but I-, I appreciate you sharing them with me. Thank you very much. No, no. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 